and welcome to Garblag Games Masters and Monsters. Hello and welcome back to episode 6. We are back with Masters and Monsters, the Mage the Ascension game here on Garblag Games after our little hiatus for our Zweihander show, which you can see on the channel and I may even, if I'm bothered, put a link up above Sam's head somewhere on the screen. Who knows? <laughs> In a moment... Sam's going to do a recap. Yes. Before that, we're going to go around and say who we are and who we're playing. But before that, don't forget to go and check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, there's loads of stuff on there. We're sharing loads of things. We tell you all about the things we're doing. All pointing towards our Patreon, where we're sharing loads of cool maps and artwork and background stories for characters in this show. Um, so there's loads of stuff on there that's free. Um, there are... A few tiers that you can go in and support the show on if you want to. The first tier being just $1 a month um, and you get a load of free stuff. Uh, we have done a load of maps, one of which is now being published in the Zweihander Kickstarter Main Gauche book. So there's stuff on there about that as well. So go and check that out. Um, we are doing anything else? Any other announcements before we do? I don't think Thanks. we have. Still starting again soon? Thank you, Adam. <laughs> Flint and Steel is beginning next week with a character conversion episode. We are moving over to 4th edition from 2nd edition, uh, and we're going to be working out how we convert the characters sort of on the fly as we go, which will be fun for a couple of hours. So don't forget to check that out next weekend as well. Um, other than that, I think that's everything we have to announce before we get started. Mm -hmm. So uh, we shall begin on my left. Okay, I'm Sam and I'm the storyteller. I'm Colin, I'm playing Rufus William Foxmere, the uh, uh, Kashuk brother and army captain. Mm. I'm Abe Cohen, uh, member of the Society of Ether. Uh, I'm Roger, I'm playing Ron McDougall, who is the Verbena Canadian soldier who was a Mountie with a dog. With a dog. Called Ollie. Importantly, the dog is the main character. That's because Ollie is Ron better is than my NPC. character. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm Pete. I'm playing Jeremy Cranthorn, who the ex-accountant um, Order of Hermes mage, who uh, honestly got shot in the foot during the war and had to come home and do stuff for the Home Office. Right. So, we're going to begin with a recap, because it's been a few weeks and we've probably lost track. I've almost definitely lost track. So, what we did last week, we found our characters laying a trap um, for someone to return to the grocery store in Chinatown, where you had previously rescued the young kid um, and his strange cyborg uh, jailer, I suppose. Um, the trap was laid generally expertly there are a couple of slightly dodgy rolls here and there the mist however was freaking fantastic i think my stealth went pretty well it did yeah. not yeah, everyone else's didn't went... yeah it was not everyone <laughs> else's one of my best rolls um no <laughs> no no and had to be told where to hide um, <laughs> uh, but the mist was freaking fantastic the mist was brilliant right so um and jeremy hid in the pub across the road and yes, yes jeremy and abe hid in the pub across Sensible, the road safe distance with, a, with a pint with a pint and the crossword basically yeah, absolutely. Yeah. um because that was probably a better use of their time, which it probably was. Um, eventually, a man returned who um, you presume was the person that had abducted the child in the first place, Tony, in the first place. Now, um, 
the fight with him was somewhat brief. He was somewhat injured and not perhaps in the best physical condition, but you nevertheless, pretty conclusively, he fell through the floor. It was fairly quick, um, and there was various threatening that happened about it. And I believe getting shot. And you believe getting I shot. I believe he got shot in the he leg. He did get yeah, shot, in did shoot him. Oh, shoot shot in the leg. You did shoot him in the leg. I shot him in the kneecap. I could have killed him, but that would have been impolite. Before or after you shouted, stop, or I'll shoot. <laughs> he was... He'd, unfortunately, he didn't go straight down, no, so I, I, I kind of wanted him to not be standing up. I know. Yes. So, either way, he was pretty conclusively... Um, captured. Captured. Um, at this point, these other two did make their way out of the pub. Reluctantly. Reluctantly. Um, it became pretty clear reasonably quickly on that though the person you had caught was awake and they were probably not an Afandi master, um, primarily due to the fact that they didn't respond that well to being shot and just laid still and did as you said, <laughs> um, which is not a known sort of function of Nefandic masters. Um, so the um, upshot of this was, I believe, that we talked to him a little bit yeah, and several yeah. of the player characters began to work out an opinion as to who he might be, who can remember who he He's might be. the brother be. of the person on the other end of the typewriter. Yes. Twin brother of the person on the other end of the typewriter. Yes, indeed. And a missing Euthanatos. Yes. And Which means, <laughs> we basically put a lot of stuff together and went, oh, so you're connected to that, to that, to that. And he's looking for twins, and oh, right. Yes. <laughs> oh, and he's also looking for a particular group of people who I know where they are. And, oh, yes. Yeah. Has Abe got his name written down? Because I must admit, I looked at this and have now clean forgotten. Andrew, Andrew Garrett. Andrew Garrett, that's yes. it. He and his sister, he's Euthanatos, his sister was Celestial Chorus, both went missing in Central Europe a little while back now. Um, and we're both on missing lists. Um, and as he said, he um, expressed that the Nefandi was interested in him due to the fact they were twins and kept going on about twins, but he kind of felt they'd lost interest in him. He'd lost interest in them a little bit, like maybe they weren't really what he was looking for, mm. as I said. And then Colin, who is quite a long way no that way <laughs> <laughs> other side on the camera Roger point out someone point at someone point at Colin marvellous there we go my left and right is not my strong point the best of times um, <laughs> that perhaps they weren't looking for the Garrett um, yeah. brother and sister all along maybe they were looking for somebody else yeah. um, it's going to be interesting considering that, the twi- that the, my twin is you know a ghost who follows me around and tries to get me killed yes which is going to be extremely <laughs> interesting not, as to how that's going to work out um and also say that his sister was probably the one that had produced the strange badly made typewriter yes. lock mechanism type artifact that was in abe's lab oh we believe he's called elsa um and that maybe this is why she's been trying to get messages out somehow but trying to make it talk in anything other than shakespeare is still not really yielding very much yeah um at this point um uh, Rufus decided to share with the rest of the group stuff that he told Harry previously that he'd previously been working with a group of Verbena in Norway who had this sort of extremely half-cocked plan about how they were going to try and there was an artifact being dug up at one of the Nazi stations near the fjords. They were going to try and go in when the artifact was up, somehow grab it, somehow use it and somehow kill an offending master and nobody thought they were going to be able to do this at all. Mm. Um, and it also appears to be that said Nefandic master is by coincidence, as never happens in the world of darkness, also the one that had kidnapped the Garrett twins. And yeah. happens to be one that um, the Tremere have been after for a while after he betrayed them, killed 
half his students kid yes took the he killed the lord of hermes stole a load of premium and buggered off basically premium premium a shiny 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 anti-magic metal yeah um which and lots you have of... a bullet with his name on it and you do have we a do. bullet with his name on it so <laughs> literally a bullet with literally. his literally literally his a bullet not with like baldrick no no it, it is a bullet name into a bullet it oh, is a bullet. he also has a bullet with his name on it he yeah. does yes yeah. but this is actually a bullet with his yeah. name on it so um at the end of this sort of conversation, you had two main outcomes. One being this guy really actually needs some from hospital treatment. Uh, well, we did, so he, he was in the hospital when we were having the conversation. Yes, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Yes, that's true for the, the gist of it. But either way, he definitely needed taking somewhere. Um, also that you got some details from him about how he was contacting this guy that was and controlling him. spoken to... The, and you had a dodgy visitor as well. spoken to the... Yeah! Uh, vampire. Nick. Old Nick. Found, Old Nick. Who'd found this, uh, this ritual site and he... Um, we kind of said we were going to go down and destroy it, and now I'm really thinking that we shouldn't go down and destroy it because we want the Nefandus to believe that he's yeah, still up. He's still working yeah, for him, yeah, yeah. We thought at first, let's yeah, destroy it, and then talking to him, it's like he's checking his life signs. They want to keep, yeah, yeah. Keep it. As much as anything, he says his sister will almost definitely be killed if he's thought to have failed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and that they were interested in Tony because, again, they believed him to be some sort of reincarnation of another soul that this Nefandi was interested in. So Andrew needed a hospital, and also you all decided that Harry needed to know about this somewhat urgently. Yes. Harry, however, has been taking Tony, the kid you rescued earlier, down to a very safe old Order of Hermes chantry in Warwick. Um, and is not expected back much before the morning. So you took Andrew to St Peter's and St Paul's, which is the army hospital in the centre of London, mm-hmm. um, whereby a very nice doctor... And the that name lo- of the last episode. And the name of the last mm-hmm. episode, whereby a very nice doctor decided to look after him, um, and you all decided the most sensible thing you could do before Harry got back was probably go and get some sleep, because you have been on the go for quite a lot of hours at yeah. that point, and then oh, leave... And leave every possible message with every possible thing Harry might check to say, let you know as soon as he's up and in his office again. Yes. Um, and we all had weird dreams. And you all had weird dreams. So, um, we shall recap the weird <laughs> dreams. So, Rufus had a dream that he may or may not have had before. It's up to Colin on this I one. Probably has had which is, you're running around yeah, right. a townhouse in London and you're trying to find somebody in your head as it often is the way in dreams you know exactly who it is and everything about her but when you wake up it's all gone again you're yelling her name over and over and you can hear that there is an air raid taking place outside you're running from room to room yelling her name trying to find her you eventually find her upstairs hiding under the bed in one of the bedrooms she's all the way far back against the wall and she looks too terrified to move and you're desperately trying to get her to take your hand and then you just hear something crashing above your heads yep Abe had fantastic dreams. Abe, literally. literally, Abe dreamt all kinds of weird, <laughs> weird sort of sci-fi things going on. There were there were Vikings in space. space. There were aliens. Oh, there were Reagans. There were probably green women. All of this kind of stuff. Maybe, green women. Obviously, yeah. it's still very sci-fi. It has to have women of strange colours. Mm. Um, today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, it's so, teachers. It's not sci-fi. Without exactly. Green women. Without green women. So yeah, you had fantastic <laughs> dreams. There were there were there were epics. There were stars. There were adventures. It was all fantastic, and it was it was actually a really good dream. And as we sort of established, Abe definitely sounds like the sort of person that keeps a notepad by the side of his bed. Mm-hmm. So when you wake up, you've scrawled all sorts of things in this notepad as well Indeed. at different points in the night. 
Just says green room and green room and green room. <laughs> Ron also had actually relatively good dreams, um, though much more peaceable. Um, you dreamt of being a kid in the house you grew up in again in Canada, in the rural, rural area of Canada, and seeing this massive thunderstorm roll in over the treetops and this huge cloud bank and the lightning sort of literally just catching and sort of um, scoring its way through the clouds um, and just watching this sort of power and just feeling the pressure change and this sort of cold front come in as this magnificent storm rolled up and towards you. Um, Jeremy's dreams were of the less good variety again. In this instance, you're standing, you're in a monochrome landscape. There's no colour even in your own dress and skin if you look down. Um, there is a blackened, gnarled tree in front of you, which has a ton of crows sitting in it, um, coring. And there's strange little bits of fabric and hopefully not skin and things hanging off of different branches. And there's a woman next to you in a very, very deep hood, so you can't really see her features, um, and says, are you sure? Are you ready? Um, and your foot really, really hurts. And then you wake up. Okay. So that is where we left our characters. Cool. You are all awoken by either, um, in the case of, I think, Rufus and Ron are in barracks, aren't they? I think have been found somewhere, probably in Hyde Park, because it's the nearest place. You've probably gone back to Cranfield, I'm assuming, yes. overnight. Yep. And Jeremy is wherever Jeremy is. Um, somewhere where somebody possibly picks up the telephone. Yeah. Even if it's not him, I presume. Right. Um, you two are woken um, in barracks, are woken about half past six. Um, unless your characters think they're the kind of people that are already up at half past six naturally, but you were up till really freaking late, so um, you might not be. You're all wo woken by basically a boy that runs the messages in the barracks, saying there's been tone a telephone call, um, um, someone's sending a car for you to take to the Ministry of War. Um, you've got 15 minutes or whatever. You are woken up by one of the guys that works the switchboard at Cranfield to ring your room and say, Whitehall are sending for you. We've got one of the staff cars ready to go when you are, boss. Um, all right, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, so sure. I'll, I'll, um, yeah, I'll be ready in a minute. Yeah. Do you think Jeremy has a housekeeper, I maybe, think, uh, yeah, or something like that? housekeeper, since I'm injured. Yeah. Uh, but it's not a very large home. No. Not that he doesn't have the money. He's just a bit tight. <laughs> uh, and it's quite modestly in Spartan decoration, you know. Drab Weak. curtains, uh, you know, not very nice upholstery on the on the seats and things. But nothing's like threadbare or grotty or anything. Yeah, no, well, the order wouldn't allow for really that, really. Um, in which case, you are working by your housekeeper saying mm -hmm. that there has been a telephone call. You are required in Whitehall and they're sending I, a car. I, I anticipated as much. So I'm going to... <clears throat> Rufus will get dressed... Uh, quickly because he wants to spend some time trying to talk with the ghost whose nightmare he thinks he just had um, <clears throat> and basically just be reassuring and, and try and try and comfort the ghost whose nightmare he had. Yeah, as I said, he, she's actually surprisingly communicative. When you come back from getting dressed, she's kind of sitting on the edge of your bed looking a bit resigned about everything. Um, yes, so yes, you can try and sort of comfort her. She is quite upset, and it does sound like it is her dream, yes. Well, and a little bit of you as well, because obviously... Yeah, but 
she's just reliving what killed her, basically. But the running from room to room, desperately trying to find her, is probably your head interpreting that. Yes. Um, um, though she, as she often does, expressed some sorry that it's a shame that you weren't both there at the same time, because then you might be able to do things about it in reality. Um, right. Um, on your way out, because we said you've kind, your guys, you and your guys have kind of got your own sort of bunk rooms and stuff off from like where your areas are. Yeah. Without you even having to put your prime senses up, something on your shelf of weird artefacts is flipping at you. What? Can I tell which one it is? Yeah, it looks like the Silver Age gun. The freaky ray gun. That's been off all this while, as far as you can tell. And you've even made some inquiries about whether dimensional scientists, specialists want to look at it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a 1950 style looking ray gun thing, but it's not responded at all. No, to anything. anything or anyone. Okay. Um, well, uh, we should have a look at it. No, actually, I'll tell what's his face to have a look at it. Jakob. Yeah, Jakob. What are you talking about, boss? What What time even is it? What is it? What are we doing? Well, Jakob, get Who's where? What? The gun's doing something, and I need to go. Make sure it's not doing anything dangerous. All right. I'm going to Whitehall, so yeah, give me a call. Well, just a, you go to Whitehall. Well, first, if the gun does do something, you'll be in Whitehall. Yeah, give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> There's a, a stream of random Russian obscenities for the <laughs> Russian, you say? <laughs> periodically German, periodically Yiddish. Depends on his mood, really, well, how he swears. <laughs> but he's just been woken up, and Russia has some quite nice sort of guttural swear words. Mm-hmm. Right. So, yeah, all right, you can yell at him to look at it instead. That's fine. Right. Are you all making your way to work? Yeah, just right. get in the car. When you get into, uh, you're basically shown straight into, Car- into Harry's office by one of the um, staff ladies that you met before. Pretty much as soon as you open the door, the smell of coffee hits you. It is that strong. Um, he looks like he's got um, some sort of Turkish coffee teapot that's clearly been made up for him, but it's a big one. Um, and he looks better than you saw him at Cranfield because he's back in his sanctum so he can move a bit more normally now. Um, and you can basically, he's basically laying out five cups unless anybody stops him at this juncture. <laughs> gentlemen, gentlemen, come in, come in, come in. Right, and he starts to pour, and you can choose it, it's when it's sort of glooping um, Turkish coffee that you know it's doing well. Gentlemen, gentlemen, gentlemen. Good to see you feeling a bit, uh, a bit better there, Harry. A bit better to be home. Better to be home, always is. Mm. Do you come in? Do you take a seat? Um, he doesn't look like he slept, to be perfectly honest with you. Right. Uh, I was thinking that's what the coffee was for. Yes, coffee. <laughs> I was <Yes>. being nice. <laughs> he looks down at the five cups and says something along the lines, but I don't know why. You, I don't know what you lot are drinking. Um, and then <laughs> does start sort of pushing it in your general direction across the table. But we'll need a bit of help on the left hand side, probably. <clears throat> Everything okay in Warwick? Yes, Tony's fine. Mother and sister have been sent up as well. And we're setting them in a house in the grounds, I think, in the first instance. I don't want to put him straight into the school and the dorms and stuff while he's still a bit disorientated. So they've settled the three of them down there. I think he'll be all right. They're good people, and England will have to fall before that chantry does. So, mm. Which, you know. Is more of a possibility than we'd all like it to yeah, be, let's but say, talk no. About such things. But he's he's as safe as he's getting for now. Sure. Um, <clears throat> you left uh, me messages, various messages. Uh, yeah. Yes, we we had a in, in fact the eventful night, or at least a. It sounds like insightful it. Insightful night. So, 
I've actually read them, so you can probably spare me the details. But where are we at? Where are we suggesting? What are we doing? What's going on? <clears throat> so he's in hospital. Yep, I gather at that much. At some point, relatively soon, we're going to need to get him down to the subway so he can report in and pretend to still be working for his boss. Yeah, just after lunchish, isn't it? Something like that, he said. Um, <sighs> Nick's put a... Uh, Basically, as she had corrugated metal, no one else is going to move on top of it for now, but he hasn't disturbed it. So I think that's what we, that was what was suggested to him, I think, out of Limehouse. Cover it up, but don't mess it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were thinking of destroying it at the time, but reconsidered. He's covered it up, he's put an inch thick plate of steel over it, so no one else is getting to it for now. Definitely. Excellent. Well, that's good safety precaution. Um, Sorry, I didn't sleep very well. I had some. I had a very you and me odd both, Jeremy. Sleep. You and me both. Um, Looks like we should shortly be going to Norway. I There's also that. Got some semblance of that. So obviously, I passed so on. The Fandus that kidnapped those two. Yes, the, twins, the Garrett twins. Are, yeah, is the one who's uh, <coughs> whose apprentice or whatever is uh, digging up something for him in Norway. Right, and we think he's going to go and join the dig at some juncture. And we think he's going to yes. go and join the dig. It's a countdown. We also think that... Oh, well, I also think that they grabbed the Gowart twins because they were looking for twins, and he since realised they weren't the twins he was looking for. Right. Well, that's what the, the twins you're uh... looking for. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Roger and I did just the same thing at <laughs> yeah. the same moment. Then. Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's that's the thing. We should just ignore that side. Probably censor. Anyway, yes. Um, uh, at least that's what um, that's what Andrew was saying. Right. I am wondering if the twins he thinks he is looking for is uh, me and a ghost. Pardon. In which case, he's going to be profoundly disappointed. Do well, you care to elaborate? Uh, <clears throat> I thought I'd mentioned Well, um, yes, but he'd have to have had some wind of you or something. I mean, I know it's an unusual <laughs> phenomenon, but it's not unheard of. Hmm. Or but do we think... seem to fit the description. I think he's probably... My guess would be he's looking for a... He's looking for something that matches that description he thought the Garrett twins did. And he's since realised they don't quite fit. No, they're... They're, two They're twins ho- in blood rather than twins in soul. Exactly. They are two completely independent individuals that just happen to have spared a womb at some point. They're not spiritually linked. Did he say ghost? Yes. Yes. Yeah, we met a vampire yesterday. So, you know, ghosts. Sometimes the dead <clears throat> don't say as dead as we would like, but luckily most of them stay well beyond a wall that they can't get to us. Um, is probably the simplest explanation. Some, like however... A cloudy place. Also, this, this might not necessarily be a ghost so much as actually a, a, a facet of enlightenment because it was a shared... Or a trans-dimensional creature. Uh, possibly, yes. <laughs> or... <laughs> or this young lady <laughs> is not as quiet as we would hope the souls of most of the departed are as a result of the link she still shares with Rufus. So you have a soul twin... I, like, look around you like... She's not... It's not like the dog. Right now. <clears throat> She'll... <sighs> she comes and goes. Okay. Good um, to know. They're not normally visible to everybody else. Sorry. One will just shift uneasily and all this weird stuff going on. <laughs> That's fine. 
Sometimes they are. Depends on them. So, yeah. and the fact that you were there before would seem to imply that causality had some form of role in this matter. She seems to have some... Okay, either her or my avatar has some link to one of the artefacts that you've got. I don't actually know which one of them was prompting me to prod various sides of it until a glyph of... It was a puzzle box. Yeah, puzzle box. the puzzle box. Yeah. Until, the, until that room turned up. But, yeah. uh... <coughs> right, okay. It was either my avatar wearing her face or her not bothering to disguise herself. Right. Confusing life you must okay. be reading. It's very strange. It is. It's very nice talking with you because I've read a lot about this stuff, but actually to hear people talk about it and experience it and meet vampires and things and potentially ghosts, who knows, in the next few days. It's a very different experience for me. I'm still, I apologise, I'm still trying to kind of assimilate everything and kind of make it all measure up in my mind. Harry's like, that never actually stops, can't on, trust me. I'm sure, I'm sure. So what's our next step? So this is the thing. Mm. As I say, as, <clears> as <throat> much as I'd love to gleefully pack you all off to Norway after breakfast, that's probably not the best. We do actually need some semblance of a plan. I think it's, it's also I really think us going up against the Fanic Master without a very solid plan, plan is, is a very is terrible a idea. a good way to hand over four souls to the Nefandic. Or well, five. Yes, what were you saying, Abe? Well, this one's a skill with this... Um, that we think this is the gentleman we're dealing with, yeah? Mm -hmm. Um, From what Andrew was saying, it's not only that they're doing some sort of ritual in Norway, but I don't know if this is generally known that they're also experimenting with heavy water in the area. And from a a non... And and then there's the premium thrown in as well. Yeah, just... just From a non-enlightened science point of view, that's probably more important. Just those of us that aren't scientists, how about you sort of recap heavy water for us here? Well, I don't know how sort of need to know it all is and that sort of business we need to know trust me I need to know um, well there's a project that's mostly going on in America that we're helping out occasionally with to bring some very large what you call a forces effect into the world um, i.e. basically a, a bomb that's large enough to destroy a city and it oh, involves yes. radioactive materials which are often found in heavy water I've yeah, seen Ron it. will visibly flinch at the mention <laughs> of that Oh, oh, this would be... Um, I mean, it's nothing that's Hornberg. necessarily beyond a master mage, but it's you something... You mean Hornberg? Not really, no, because that was kind of more of a time thing. But probably um, a similar level of yeah, destruction. Yeah, that level of destruction. Technology rather than magic. Yeah, yes. exactly. But this is Something this... that can be reproduced because, easily by... Because a master people. mage could do it. I mean, they might destroy themselves in the process, but, right, they've been able to do it for centuries. But... Um, and most of them have destroyed themselves in the process, which but is But this why... is moving it into more conventional... On an assembly science. line. Yeah. Why would you Why want would to create want to that, that death? Um, well, I'm not in charge of uh, <laughs> experimentations and research. Harry says, yeah. because there's a point that... Let me guess. They're doing it. Well, yes. But also, there becomes a point... A city would be a terrible price to pay. You know, ten cities would be an unbelievable price to pay, but for a world? I... So glad I don't have to make that kind of choice. Neither now. do I, says Harry. I'm not. I'm that not. I'm not high enough up the pecking order to maybe making those choices. Even that's being made at the high command of all if it of comes our down to numbers and accounting. Then you're yes, right. exactly. You know, but if the Nefandi are going to give, if the Nefandi are going to give three billion people to their masters, you better that we spend. Well, better we send twenty million. Twenty million. 
It's not a pleasant thing, but it is only it is something that's been possible for a while. It's just making but, but it. We it's think, just moving the power to other people. But we think this heavy water is where they're, they're using the heavy waters of to these things themselves. Weapons. Well, they're researching heavy water in all. I can't think of another thing they'd be researching heavy water for. And neither can anyone on any of your colleagues. Other reasons it'd be useful, but and neither can any of your colleagues. My understanding. We think if they're interested in this element, it's got to be to develop this I mean, I mean there's you know so, myriad of useful uses. I mean, if you could make power stations out of it, that'd be great. And they have premium. Yeah, so they can well, Gilbert... it in the premium shell. So yeah, you wouldn't be able to magically stop it or whatever. Yeah, Gilbert stole well. About um, how many pounds of premium? Well, not much because there isn't much in the whole world. Five, maybe five and a half. How big is one of these things? Well, I don't know the exact specs. But premium size of this room, size of that chair. But uh, premium. It's not like Probably. you need premium in every part of its working. Of course, you just need the casing. Yeah, you just coat it in it, or the. Yeah. Well, there's tales of medieval crusaders using it as armour. Oh, there's always tales of medieval crusaders using it. But you can use, but that suggests you can course. work it like metal. Yeah, of course. And you Which could even make you have an alloy out of it. Mm-hmm. Could that weaken it? Or a thin plating layer on the outside of something yeah. else. <laughs> like, um, I mean, you couldn't use like, forces like to cheap, do it. Like cheap jewellery. It's rare and very difficult well, to yes. make. You can, very few know how to make it at all, so I've not really been able to and you couldn't, make that many details on it. No, and you couldn't use matter to beat it thinner or whatever. Well, he probably can, because, well, he's not. I don't, he's a technical kind of guy, but... Yeah. Point is, you can't use really magic to work it. it you but. can't use magic to work it, but there's a lot of clever people with very hot blowtorches in the world. Yeah. But in theoretically, you can use magic to make it. Yeah. A bomb you can't turn aside with magic with the power to destroy an entire city. city. Yeah. That is truly horrific. Yeah, I think that's more concerning than whatever ritual artifact he's trying to find. Although it might that's... be just as bad. But this is a bit I don't know. The, the, and I'd there's a correspondence ritual circle beneath the city. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. that she's been talking to, but I mean, if you can case it in premium... I think three, I no, it way. won't go through the portal in the premium. They'll have Fine. to bring it here physically. If okay. they bother coating it with premium, if, if they, they don't bother coating it with premium, premium they they're just going to shove it through a yeah. magical portal um, and let it go off. Let us let us just hope that my understanding is that our colleagues in America are very bright. <coughs> They've yet to fully perfect this issue yet. Let us just hope. It's still a project ongoing. That's yeah. why I can't know how big it is. Let us just hope. Let us just hope the Reich are running into similar let difficulties. That this thing never comes to pass. Right. Yeah. So, job the first, then. And obviously, that's not to be shared. No. Kind of Why would I share that with them? <laughs> I would terrify them. So, how far can we trust Garrett? Can he be trusted to go back down there again at lunchtime? I think, he, yeah. I think so. He's, he's willing he's to gone. do anything to protect his sister. All that's right. the thing we need to be wary of as well, though. Sure. We need to convince, if they manipulate him again. We need to convince him that we're his best chance of getting his sister back. Yes, because in the nicest possible way, I'm sure she's a lovely girl. Mm-hmm. And we would like to get her back, and the chorus would like me to get her back. Again, it's one life versus million millions. One person doesn't really exactly. matter, does it? We can just throw that But one. we need to make sure that Garrett thinks we're the best way of getting her back, even if we ourselves might not have a concrete plan just yet. We've got a better plan than leaving her Oh, we've got a better plan than leaving her there, by a long shot. So we go to Norway, we stop this chappy. He's probably going to be bringing her And we blow up the Helium-3... He's probably going to be bringing her with him because she is his best lead at the moment on 
whatever. And Think. she's another mage who, by the sounds of it, is pretty heavily under his dominion, even though it's not good as <clears> at the moment. Yes. That's still a spare battery if you need it. So hopefully that gives us a shot. If we're there, that gives us a shot to get her out. Right. Problem the next. Getting you there. Mm. Are we the best ones to send? I mean, we're, we're, well, I'm, I'm sure these you lot are, but um, myself, I'm not much of a field person. Um, look, who is going to have the chance of deactivating some sort of bomb if we happen to come across one? Also, Harry says, you who know, six years ago I'd have sent a reasonably large squad of House Flambeau and then you guys could go in and pick up the pieces once they were finished. I haven't got any of them all anymore. Because they're all idiots and run off into war first chance they get. Or they're all died in Hornburg. They're all gone, to a greater or lesser extent. We work with what we've got, and what we've got at the moment is us five, and any help you can wrangle out of your friends as well. So, I think the first plan, yes, we should get re- try to prepare Andrew for going and convincing his master all is well at mm-hmm. lunchtime. Sorry, just I'm walking over to wherever Harry keeps his brandy. And I'm pouring a few. He's got one of those globes that opens up. Yeah, Yeah. one will be visibly pale. Yeah, Yeah. open it up, and I'm just pouring everyone a shot, (laughs) a short. Sorry. Yes. Uh, Harry takes one look at it and dumps it in his coffee. I'll have time a little bit more. Um, Yeah, he basically. um, Yes, he. um, Yeah, Harry takes one look at it and dumps it in his coffee and carries on. Um, So, um, right. so, Norway. Norway is under the Reich's control. Yep. However, anywhere that is as difficult terrain as that is only ever nominally under anyone's control other than the people that live here, as the Swedes will attest, considering they've been trying to own Norway for quite a few centuries now. Oh, even then. Um, I'm not sure it's under their control no, either. No. There are ways and means. There are groups <coughs> as well as the people you met with that the super authorities are working with as well. There's a fairly active resistance in <coughs> Norway. And we've been doing what we can to supply them. If you get me a map, I could get us through. Well, this is the thing. I could maybe get you near. But then we'll need you to get... Or other people to get through. That's fine. I could get them through. I just need to know where I'm going. Well, that can we can definitely pull in everything we can to get that for you. So, first job Andrew has to get through today. Right. Second job, if assuming that works, um, there is one other person I think it would be worth you going to meet, which is one of the few remaining choristers we've got with any level of prime expertise. Mm-hmm. She's pretty much stationed at St Paul's. She's called Rachel. She's the wife of the dean there. Um. She effectively is in St. Paul's rather than on the continent. Um, rather than just like me, who's stuck here due to inability, she's stuck here because that's probably one of the largest nodes in the controlled world and it needs to stay under our control. Is that why it never gets hit? Yes. That's why it never gets hit. I thought, yeah. <laughs> what, you thought Churchill was just into the architecture? Um... St Paul's is a massive node. We're at the moment most of its power is being funneled out to other places to keep other protection circles running, trying to protect children and the next generation of apprentices in the hope they'll live long enough to be able to join us. Um so it's not got a huge battery, but it's definitely got some. And she might be able to give you some insight on your issues as well. She's let's say she's a she's a very solidly prime mage but if nothing else hopefully she can spare you as much juice as you might need but she might be able to give you some insight into your issues or possibly even why 
Visnafandi thinks that you're the solution to his problems. Mm. Assuming that that's the right conclusion to live to. Yes. But that's what <laughs> I mean. She's the best person to tell us if we should be or not be. Okay. I think. She's a little odd. I'll give her a call. Um, I can tell you where the circle is. I mean, I'm sure, not that I think Garrett will lie to you at this point, but it never hurts to have independent cooperation. Um, Nick is not going to be available to lift that crate up for lunchtime. Are you all right to do it? He'll look at you two as the more I'm sure we physically... get a tool to lift up a crate. Good, yeah. As long as some of you can sort it. Yeah, Nick is not going to be up um, at this Good. hour. They can't walk in daylight. It's still the one thing we've got. Where's Where does Nick hang out then? If I knew that, do you think he'd still be there? He's a... Uh, it's a wartime truce, let us say. He doesn't want London to stop existing. Fine. Sure. And at the moment, that's aligning with our thoughts on the matter. That's, yeah. Alliance of convenience. Um, and to be fair, he does keep the tunnels relatively safe of slightly less easily persuaded ones of his kind. So... Shouldn't really be any of them, should they? No. Anyway. But right now, resources are a little strange. I, I, I understand. And the various Please pogroms masters. and the various pogroms have never really worked. The Great Fire didn't work. Burning Rome didn't work. It's probably never going to work. They're like cockroaches. Oh no, but they're like cockroaches or rats. It's no point trying to read the city of his type. They'll just moral move in. Right. Exactly. Can I just ask you a question? Yes, of course uh, you can. All of this is quite troubling. It is, yes. And I had quite a troubling dream, one which right. I have not had before, and it felt slightly um, poignant for now. Right. Of a, of a large tree in a dark landscape full of crows. I don't normally dream of crows. And a woman saying, are you ready? Do you, are you ready to go? My foot really hurt. Right, that's interesting. I'm not really one for for dream interpretation. Uh, well, there's a number of, I mean, from a, a normal perspective and from a, a non-normal perspective. I can think of various interpretations. interpretations, which is why I'm thinking, you know, this tree, the life Well, as Harris says, yeah, well, you're just sailors where we all are, isn't it? Mentally, probably. Norway, this all seems to be... It's that kind a of monochromatic landscape. That's what I saw. That's Norway. As far, that, I mean, I imagine. I've never been there. But you were there in spring. Imagine it's snow it and mountains. Yeah, it's, it's, snow or mountains. That sounds like home. <laughs> Could it's be Canada then. Harry says, I've never been to Can Canada. I, get a sense Doubt that I was, will now. That it was monochromatic because the land itself was just grey? Or. Was it like a black and white filter over the top? You over your the, perception. Yeah. Was it like a film? Yeah. yeah. It was definitely more than one would just expect from a slightly dark and dreary landscape. Okay. But it could be an interpretation of the landscape, okay. if you right, like. Gotcha. It's certainly not just you were seeing it in cine film. Yeah, it's, sure. It's no, I just more, like that. Yeah, just it, it's, to, yeah. No, it is. Yeah, it's darker yeah. than it had any reason okay. being. He's really boring. He dreams of, like, numbers and things. So. <laughs> he doesn't ever dream of, like, crows and women in strange hoods. Yeah, there's a woman in a very deep hood. She may have had green skin, I'm not sure. Um, but uh, you can open that can. <laughs> so, never mind. Uh, you can. Anyway, I just say that just in case anyone sees anything 
or I don't know. If I see any crows, you'll be the first person I tell. Being um, uh, um, a mind mage, I know that messages can be put into people's dreams. Yes. I've done it myself, and it's happened to me before. Mm. And I don't want it to happen again. It's it's certainly something to pay attention to, but I'm, I don't have any insight to give you. I mean, you hang out with the Scandinavian and say, yeah, just sell the, yeah, yeah, the tree, yeah. crows. It's, it's sort of familiar, familiar symbology, but yeah. I don't really... But you, it, could, it could have one of a dozen meanings. It's looking down at my couch, and they were like, runes, runes, zero. Zero. <laughs> what were the runes? There was a rune. Um, there was a rune to do with... Endings, endings yeah. yeah. But it was, it was, it was a... But it was a Nordic rune. Nordic rune. Nordic so there's a rune endings. in your dream. No, but it was a very Nordic oh, yeah. feel to this thing. Yeah. And when there's Norway, there's Nordic runes. There's a Nordic not, rune on the puzzle. I'm not but... Scandinavian. Yeah. I'm very boring Englishman. <laughs> yes, so there is a link, but until we have anything uh, more no, to I go on... No, I just thought I would... Harry, Harry says... In case yeah. anything strange happens to me, if I start acting strangely mm. around trees or crows or women with big hoods... Okay. It could be a vision. It could be just an all dream. I mean, always. I've never had any kind of. It was very powerful. It was like unlike any other kind of dream I've had. Harry says, "My understanding is the the book." Yes, those of you not in the order of Hermes, we are boring like this. We try to keep track of avatars. Yeah. My understanding is we didn't find any additional hermetic incarnations of yours. I mean, they didn't have mine either. That's relatively normal. Mm. So it's not even like we could go and see if you had any previous, previous. connection to those areas, yeah. is it? No. But anyway, I thought I would let you know. because it It's worth me. letting people know. In general, one thing I would definitely say is if you were disturbed or concerned that anything might be infiltrating on a mind magic level is to make sure your colleagues are aware of it immediately. Um... Because I only say it because I've done it to other people in the past. Exactly. So. <laughs> um, and that would conceivably be within Gilbert's skill set as well. Yes. Anyway, sorry. It's a bit of sombre. Even more sombre. <laughs> sombre than we already were. So, yes. if I can leave it in your hands to get um, Garrett through the encounter this late this morning yes mm -hmm. i will start seeing what we can do in norwegian terms i mean the the most logical thing to do is as i said we are trying to supply the resistance just in a, in a sleeper level bullets blankets that kind of thing um so we're not going to be able to neatly drop you into a hydrogen three plant mm -hmm. but we could hopefully get you in the vicinity um, if that is what you all wanted to do, though, I, though uh, Abe's concerns are well taken as well, that, that field work yes. isn't necessarily all of your strong points. I'll look down at my phone. Um, <laughs> I'm going to pull out a notepad and start scribbling down some things we'll need. Right, marvellous, let me know. I'm not sure skis would be great <coughs> for me. Do you have um, one big ski that I could put both my feet on? We're not inventing <laughs> snowboarding. <laughs> Just stop. No, 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 no. Speaking of bullets. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I've got it, he says. So I was going to leave it in we Warwick, it. but we might need it. Yes, I agree. It's, I, I think that... It's under lock and key here in London. Uh, sorry, I don't know who's the best marksman out of the two of you. I Captain don't know. Hey, I don't like being discounted. I might be wonderful inside. Harry says, <laughs> he's not. I read his, I've read his evaluation. No, they love me shoot a gun once, but I almost hurt someone. Yes, exactly. Yourself, <laughs> mostly. <laughs> I have passable skill, but only really in a pinch. <laughs> 
Harry says, and I... Mostly at close range. Unfortunately, was left-handed. My marks and abilities. I've learned to write with the other hand. Shooting with the other one turned out to be somewhat more difficult. Um... But yes, you two can sort that out among yourselves. That's, I, I strongly suspect you just work on who's still alive I and in the best position if you get anywhere it, near him. I think him. we keep it in a, in a gun for that purpose and whoever's... We need to put it in a magazine. Don't nearest you? and still alive. Exactly, basically. Whoever's in the best position. And you've got a... <coughs> we can find magazines <coughs> and we can find guns. I have a revolver and a... Revolver. We can find guns. It's not a problem. Yeah. Yeah, I no, was thinking absolutely. actually having it ready in a gun so we could just toss it to whoever's in a yeah, good position like, to take the shot. But magically toss. We can work out the finer details of that later. I, I, Harry says the chances of this plan getting to that point are so infinitesimally small that I think we should just assume we'll have we guns. Yes, we should. But I can find you guns, I can find you magazines. I'm Those no, are not the problem. I'm not worried about the actual gun itself. I'm more worried about making sure that the two people who are best skilled, best skilled with firearms are aware. And at least on the same plan. That would be yes, nice, yeah. I concur. Right, so take yourself to either Old Witch Tunnels or St Paul's in whatever order you feel you need, depending on how much persuasion you think Garrett needs. Um, and I will meet you for, say, dinner. And hopefully we'll have a more consolidated plan by then. Might have a nap, potentially. How soon are we likely to leave? If it happens, what time scale have we got? We had Not, a time. We, we had a countdown. We need to go. It was a few like, weeks, wasn't it? Yeah, but that's for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I just wondered when is he going to be turning up? And... We suspected soon. I think. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I think there's still sort of ten days or so on the countdown. Yeah, but that doesn't leave much. You don't leave it. Ten, you don't leave it till the last day. He won't get there at ten days no. or nine minus twenty-three. Will he? He'll get there. Well, he'll be figuring things out. <coughs> that's what thing. Garrett needs to. That might I be said, the information that, Garrett can that's get. That's a very good idea. We need to know when they're moving because there's no mm. point turning up there before he does. Yeah. You're just. I say when we say the apprentice, we're all assuming this is a mage of any moderate power. It could be anything under a master. Did I yes. did I figure out whether there were? I generally assume most mages more powerful than me. Generally speaking, under overestimating everyone around you is a good plan. To be honest, yeah, that keeps did people alive. I, did I ever figure out whether that that from the drawing of that <clears throat> circle, whether it would be a pair or more? Potentially more locations. Than I think you said multiple locations was the end yeah. verdict, yeah. but it would need to be drawn exactly. Yes, yeah, it yeah. is not. It has no room for error. That thing. Yeah. Abe's looking at his notes. If we can get him somewhere by lunchtime tomorrow and draw another circle, um, his master would probably know that he'd drawn another circle. Yeah, but that isn't necessarily the end of the world. If he says that, oh, I'm pretty sure that the previous circle got. Uh, got spotted so I scrubbed it because he was told how to do it yes yeah. Yeah. So I he, he it was carrying designs for it yeah. absolutely yeah. so he should be able to make another one and it wouldn't be the end of the it wouldn't be too unless it was like halfway to Norway <laughs> yeah we could, we have to assume that the, that the master is going to know where option. it is but that's an option just in case we think yes okay also I've... if we reckon we can trust the Euthanatos I wouldn't object to having Euthanatos pointing, pointing a gun at our enemies Mm. It's just whether we can trust that what was done to he's him, be it mundane or magical. You can't trust him to that. 
Yeah. But he's also not in the best physical condition. No, that's this is true. This is true. <laughs> yeah, the resort, right. yeah, the, the thing from St. Paul, uh, Pete St. Paul says he's got pneumonia as well. So that's just going to add to our yeah, issues. Yeah, I remember recuperating. Uh, and Sorry, Harry, I know mine is nowhere near as bad as yours, but it's a tremendous toll on you. Not just physically. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be making any intercontinental trips anytime okay. soon. But either go deal with him or deal with Rachel. I don't mind. What order you do it in? We'll be back here for six sharp, and then I'll have a plan. The flights do not predictably go every day to Norway, but they they go at least once a week. Take Garrett, find me a time scale, and we will see what we can do. Very well. Okay. Who should I give a list of requirements to? Um, me, if you've got them ready now. If not, any one of the girls in the office. <laughs> if you think of anything else, anyone, <laughs> any of the girls in the office, we'll get it sorted. Yeah. yeah, last estimate of the countdown time was about 29 days, but it's rough. It could be off by a week. Yeah. Um, it might help now we've got the, another device with the same countdown going on. We should and, it, and it's only since we go along. It's just we haven't had it long enough to really know what its total is. You know, you've got to know what number. We should just use the worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. So, what's worst? Plus or minus seven days? Minus seven days. Still 22 days. It is. Yeah. I don't want to leave it to the last day to turn up. No. And as Harry says, we don't know if that's 22 days from when he walks out of there in triumph with his artifact in his hand. Or 22 days till the. Like I said, we only have a countdown. Exactly. And he's going for an artifact and it's got a timetable, but we don't know what the countdown's for. But as I said, I think our only way of easily finding out is Garrett. Absolutely. We agree. 100% on that. I leave that in your hands, gentlemen. Ron, quick question. When we go to Norway, are you the life. You, you know life magic well uh, I know some this is my leg I'm just worried about my leg I might keep I might be a hindrance I might be a hindrance to you so I'm just thinking if there's a way that we could shore me up slightly for a journey even if it does take a bit of a bit of a I might just have to block the pain out again it might be worth talking to Rachel if they can find you enough juice, you can do a lot. Or he can do a lot. Sure. Okay. Let's go and... Uh... Some of the, the guides, some of the noise in Norway have a banner as well. <laughs> They're just short of everything. Yes. I'm not volunteering <laughs> no. them to do no, anything exactly. at the moment. No. I don't even know how many of them are going to be alive They're still when alive when you get there. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, good guys when we get there. That's it. Yeah. Although I, I think if I... OC, I think if I understand it correctly, the calls doesn't leave you alive. Oh, really? Mm. It, it, it kind of... Mm. Inverts you. It, it turns you inside out. Yeah. <laughs> in, in a yeah, few different ways. But... Yeah, but again, that's, that's it's one of them. yeah, but again, in, in yeah, in mage sense, what really counts as alive? It's a very, it's a very, <laughs> yeah. it's a very broad. In the world of darkness, it's, it's even broader. What what is alive? It's a yeah. yeah. Anyway, yes. My character anyway. doesn't know that because the only thing he really knows about the pandy is they're bad, and you do not. Anyway, yes. Yeah, yeah. Do very not make bad. friends with the pandy. Yeah. <laughs> also Don't go. Talk to also go via <laughs> the. Like you know. yeah. Also go via the mess if you've not eaten, because no one makes good decisions on empty stomachs. Excellent. An army marches on its stomach, which frankly would sounded painful. <laughs> go eat. Bring back some good news. Very well. Breakfast it is. I think we should probably go and talk to Andrew first. And then to 
where we go from That's there. the most pressing matter. It's the one with more of a time zone. Yeah. <clears throat> and then we can see if we have time to go and talk to the chorister. Mm, we should do, because... Oh, we should we do, but if he says six hours. it's tomorrow... Well, yes. Then we have to run. Yes. Um... Right. Okay. So are you going you going via the mess possibly to pick yeah, up yeah. something to eat? Do yeah. they have any bacon? Yes. Excellent. <laughs> they also have not bacon. Um <clears throat> none, of maple syrup. none of it's got maple syrup on it. Oh, <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> oh man, that would be awesome though. But what, what if we could discover maple syrup on bacon? <laughs> What's maple syrup? <laughs> <laughs> you will get a ten minute lecture on the wonders that are maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like olive oil. <laughs> What's olive oil? Um, <laughs> I'm not sure you'd see much of that in World War Two, London. No, no. Whitehall, Whitehall no. mess. Were the Popeye cartoons around at the same time? Must quite a bit of olive oil. <laughs> um, oh, I want to give a call to a camper to see if Jacob's come up with anything. Right, you give a call to Cranfield that goes by the Cranfield switch, and eventually goes by Jakob. Well, we're still at Whitehall because I said I'd be yeah. here. What? Have you found anything with a gun yet? Yeah, it's on. Okay. <laughs> cool. On in what way? Sorry. What's it doing? Is it a gun that shoots things? We weren't sure if it was actually a, like a weapon. Well, I pulled the trigger and nothing happened that I could see. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Can you see into other dimensions or? Not well. Um. At all? It's gone kind of silver sparkly when the stuff comes out, whatever comes out at the end. So something comes out at the end? Yeah, like a little bit of silver sparkles, but I can't see where anything goes. What, like no. a glue gun? or No, like... like um, a bubble gun? No, like... Um, <laughs> well, I'm I'm a glitter gun. <laughs> we glitter, gun. <laughs> glitter gun, thankfully, do not exist in my world. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, like grains of sand, you know? It's like grains of sand come out the end. Right, are they resistant to magic? Not especially. Oh. Well, work out what they are. <clears throat> yes, that's very helpful of you. It's <laughs> on, it's doing something. It's The other thing is it's charging. I didn't put any... From what? Other dimension is best, yes. I what? didn't put anything in it. Did you put anything in you're, it? No, you're the other dimensional expert, so can't well, you help Yeah, me? but... In the lab. All right, fine, I'll actually do it. Okay, fine, I'll actually look at it. Right, fine. Okay. So right. he hasn't done anything. <laughs> <laughs> he pulled the trigger. Yeah. Yeah. He did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's basically <laughs> what he did. Yeah. Sorry, I'm not there. I'm not there. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> in half an hour. Um, right, I'll go and look more properly. Right, so I should be at St Paul's and St Peter's, and then I should be out of um, contact for a little while, and then I'll be at St Paul's Cathedral. If anything urgent comes up, I'll probably give you a call Weird. later. It's simple. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They've probably got a phone at this point, right, surely? Yes, boss. <laughs> All right. And be careful with it, just in case it is shooting like random extra-dimensional entities. They might turn up and be annoyed. Right, OK. <laughs> <laughs> that is a valid point. Accidentally shoot some passing werewolf. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> And you come back and he's just a smear across the workshop. Yeah. A couple of little clods of fur. <laughs> oh, On the plus side, it's kind of hard to step sideways when you're frenzy. 
There's loads of reflective things in the lab, though. Um, <laughs> yeah, but gnosis rolls, you can't, you can't make gnosis rolls and rage. <laughs> Same time. <laughs> anyway, we were anyway, aside from step sideways, Colin and Adam's semi-encyclopedic knowledge of Werewolf the Apocalypse. Um, right. So, you eat. Are you going to the hospital? What was on the much. list? <laughs> what was on the list you gave Harry, by the way? Because I a list of survival gear, certain forty-five of... pounds per man of survival gear. <laughs> it's probably quite a lot, but. Basically, it's a lot of survival winter survival gear, like maps. Uh, it's July. Compasses. I know it's Is Norway, it July? but it's okay. July. It's July. <laughs> a lot of survival gear. Yeah. Yeah. Tundra camo rather than snow camo. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Basically, like camouflage fatigues for the people that yeah. don't. Have day them. was was like a week ago or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So certain kinds of weaponry, you know, conventional stuff. Yeah. So yeah. That's, what that's fine. Knows, yeah. yeah that it's basically usual. a list of gear. Ten for pole. <laughs> I was going to say because he's just saying yes and I realised I don't Sorry, actually know what you put on it but... yeah, maple syrup on the list twice never lie <laughs> 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 ten foot ladder yeah, ten then ladder. you get two poles and firewood yeah. ah, <laughs> I like it um, it's I all like conventional it. gear that would be available to the armed forces right that's yes in which case he will say that's fine right so are you going to St Peter's and St Paul's yes mm-hmm. yes and then St Paul's that is unfortunate but we can only work with what the world is London it's London we ran out of saints London who knows right you go to the hospital you are ushered back in where you were the previous Mm -hmm. night into the room where they have set up Andrew Garrett Um, his doctor has come to meet you um, before you go in and says well he's passed quite a good night um, he does have pneumonia, however. We've started him on some extra extra penicillin. He was already on some. We've started him on some more. Um, and trying to get some fluids into him. He's he's in a better position than he was this time yesterday, but he's still not a well man. How movable is he? In an ideal world or a necessary world? A necessary world. As long as he doesn't run or jump off of anything he'll probably be alright and as long as we have him back here for his next set of antibiotics which are in about six hours can I walk up and have a good look at him um he's met you outside but you can start to peer through the door if you want or just ignore the doctor and walk in if you want he won't just go and walk in (laughs) okay um he's awake um but he's still very much sort of snuggled under his blankets mm. um, there is a nurse in the room who looks like she's just finished doing his blood pressure okay I'm going to start examining him in a way that I think a doctor would right. <laughs> so your character has medicine we have do they or in a way I think a doctor <laughs> yes I have a dot of medicine marvellous then are you actually trying to find out medical things or are I'm you just I'm basically trying to I'm going to see if I can make him a bit better with magic Okay. But I'm basically trying to look like I'm not using That's anything magic. magic. Right, so what you could do is make a sort of intelligence and medical role to sort of come up with some sort of mundane scientific insights, which you can then use. Diagnosis. Oh, so difficulty six. So two. 
two. Okay, yeah, no, that's fine. Um, if you start looking over him, he's barely still running a bit of a temperature. He does have this cough, which, when you think about it, was there last night, but it was so far down the list of things you were worried about at the time. Yeah, it didn't main, really mainly come the out. leg. Yeah. Um, the leg looks good. It looks pink. It looks like there's blood running to it properly. Um, it looks good. Um, in general, though, as I said... It, Obviously, also, someone has come in and helped him get properly washed and everything as well. And you can see that he's covered in sort of old injuries and little scarred bits and stuff like that, which makes things more difficult. Um, but no, he looks all right from a... Yeah, the penicillin has clearly helped. He's still running a fever, which is the main worry in so, sort of mid-20th century. So do I think I can do anything about that magically? Yes, you can definitely do something about that magically, yeah. Okay, and... Right. Yep. Roll well, we shall roll your arate and see if you can. So you're trying Probably to make not. him better. Um, so that is a life three effect. So it's which you have. So it's the highest. Oh no, no. I've got life one. He's got uh, forces three. Uh, yeah. Um, life so one you, is not yeah, you can't effect. make him make better. The, the healing forces. Um, but you could it. use life to see where the issues are and to direct things more in that general direction okay. if you want. So just roll your arate for life one. Then that's better difficult. It's only four. Three. Yeah, so, yeah, you can see the main problem. So it's almost... However your character thinks that he perceives magic and things, whether it's just... Particularly when he's looking over someone injured, maybe it's just the worst ones become more obvious, or... Yeah, he just kind of sees it through... He perceives it through natural things. So rather than him seeing, like, swirly magic, he just kind of, like, almost looks into the blood, kind of. Does, does he get the buttercup out and show it under his chin? No. Oh, he likes butter. <laughs> um, but, like, he... Checks their pulse and yeah, 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 and sees the way the muscles move, yeah, and the way he, the skin's I mean, he lying. Kind of gets and... like a sense of the yeah thing. Um, so so the leg is actually not that bad in the great scheme of things. You didn't break anything load bearing, and it's been stitched up and cleaned out pretty well by the hospital guys. Um, uh, in general, there is a malaise and weakness to him that you can pick up from that, which is probably just poor physical condition and running a temperature. But you can almost see, like on his left middle of his chest, that there's some sort of issue there, which is probably this pneumonia the doctor's talking about. You can almost perceive, yeah, that the skin isn't quite right and the blood doesn't flow right around that. All right, but I can't really do anything. You can't about really it, fix anything. it, but you can definitely find it, um, which is quite helpful though to, but you know. We don't have CT imaging. These people may wish to know that this is. Okay, so, but to the, I'm assuming the doctors have already identified all of that. The doctors have identified he's got pneumonia, but they don't know where. No, and they probably are still worrying about his leg rather more than they possibly should be from your okay. assessment. Okay, um, so the doctor's outside, but the nurse is inside. Yeah. Um, okay. The problem's there. You just sit forward for me, sir. She's got a stethoscope out. and she takes it. Yeah, I'll tell the doctor. There are reduced breath sounds there. I'll tell the doctor. I think that's where his pneumonia is really set in. It could be. I'll tell the doctor. Pretty good picking that up without a stethoscope. I've got some medical training. Okay. Eh? Eh? Okay. I'm not going to go there. She's smiling at you. She doesn't see many people that aren't sick, so, you know, she's not happy with this. Right, um, the doctor's going to let the rest of you in, probably, at this point. Mm-hmm. He'll say, yeah, he's he's not well, but yet, yeah, no, you can take him out, but... Bring him back. Have him back by two, because he needs his next set of antibiotics. So how do you administer the um, penicillin? Oh, we're doing it intravenously. Oh. Good veins, actually. <laughs> Good old Nick. <laughs> Good veins. 
nature. <laughs> yes, you did. If, if you are lacking any willpower, you can get it back. Right, if you go in, Garrett definitely looks a better colour than last night. He looks less pale and less drawn. Um, he's obviously been woken up quite early because it's a hospital, so he probably got woken up to have his observations done. But he is very sort of, looks pretty happy and content in his blankets at the minute. Um, and someone has brought him some toast as well. Okay. Which he is currently eating. Oh. Uh, marmite on the toast. You don't want to give ill people marmite. Yeah, oh, you do. Yeah, you would. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Marmite cures all. It does. For those of you yeah. not from the UK, Marmite is delicious. It is awesome. Marmite is like some sort of weird yeast. You've never seen the film about. The, no, I can't remember I the know. title. The yeast no. lords. Have you ever seen either. the yeast lords? <laughs> yeah. It's like a yeast extract. It's like a if thick, we described... black tar-like semi-liquid it sounds spread on toast awful. it sounds disgusting but yeah. Yeah. because it is, it is disgusting put that on butter toast and also the whole Amazing. marketing gimmick of it is that you either hate it or love it but that's arguably a successful marketing gimmick because it is a pretty divisive topic in the UK yeah. and has been for a lot like of years British and don't even get started on Vegemite the, that's completely different no, it's it's like, that's like foreign and Australian don't, don't. Vegemite's, it's like a bad version of Vegemite is what I was going to say Marmite's like <laughs> oh whoa <laughs> <laughs> out of this two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These of them are great. But... You're great, Gellar. <laughs> anyway. Whereas I kind of don't think that fermented yeast extract needs to exist, so that's my bottom line on the it's whole very subject. Good for you. <laughs> yeah. It is good for you. Yeah, Checking yeah, out actually, time it's, good it's got iron and vitamins and B12 and all that kind of stuff that you and need. Tastes like someone tastes Ambrosia. like sucking on a nail. <laughs> like, like if if um, anyway, anyway. <laughs> aside I from Marmite, we're clearly the Marmite side of the yeah. table. Yeah. 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 Apparently, you know, that division has a. Yes, has that's a how we split players <laughs> in every game of Marmite games. <laughs> <laughs> Marmite side, non Marmite side. <laughs> yes. Garrett is slightly evil. He might like Marmite. I'm not yeah. sure. But anyway, yeah, all right. He can like Marmite. Marmite. He can, he can have Marmite, right? These are the Euthanatos. They're all forced to like Marmite. That's true. That probably sounds legit, yeah. Okay, so he's eating Marmite on toast. <laughs> Anyway. I have to put a picture of it on the Facebook page yes. just so American people know what, what that is. <laughs> what the what we're actually talking about. And other about. countries, you know, our South American friends who watch as well. Probably also don't have Marmite, lucky bastards. Oh, anyway. No, the next session will just be piles of Marmite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> the big tub. Anyway, enough Marmite. <laughs> Game. Sorry. <laughs> All right, Gary, right. how are you feeling? <laughs> All right. Thank you, I think. Yeah. 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 Um, you look better. Yeah. He gestures at a, what would be a glass strip at that point, so yeah. a glass bottle. Um, How is it, like, nearly done? Looks nearly done, yeah. Cool. There's only a little bit left. I mean, you, whether Franklin has any experience with how quick those things go, but it looks nearly empty, so, oh, you know. Okay. Um, if it was a drink, yeah, virtually done. Um, <laughs> that last sip of the beer. Uh... Yeah, no, better, I think. So they've been running this almost continuously. I think that's probably helping. Mm. Um, I feel a bit better. So they say, apparently, I've not got a cough, I've got pneumonia. Which I think I caught off that weird technocrat guy in the cellar, but it's fine. But he didn't have pneumonia. Yeah, but he had all sorts of other things. Anyway, I feel better. Yeah? You think up for um, a short jaunt? Well, I've got to be if we all want to still be, if I still want Elsa to be alive as lunchtime. Yeah, yeah. I've got to. Yeah, I 
so we thought we'd escort you. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do this once more then. We also had a thought about, you know, if there's a bit of a conversation, we know there's a bit of a time limit at the moment. We've mm -hmm. got this kind of countdown that we're aware of. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't given the specifics of it. However, but, if anyone's yeah. moving, or there's any way of you finding out if they, you need to change the runes on the circle to communicate to a different location anytime soon. So you want me to kind of try and drop into the conversation when they're going to Norway? Possibly. Or, uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. I also might try and enter your mind while you're communicating. Be careful. Because if he sees you, we're probably both toast. Mm. Yeah, maybe he bites his marmite. As much as, <laughs> as much as you can find out, yeah, the I more will. you help, find out, the more we can help your sister. I know, I know. He's just, he's so strong. Oh, I, I don't. I might just monitor your mind. Then. Okay. Is there any? I look at the nurse. Is there any more of that toast? <laughs> yes. Yep. Okay, I can get you some toast. She comes back with toast tomorrow because why not? I will take a slice, curiously going, this what is the stuff. Try what, what, what is it? I just don't want to... <laughs> it's not maple syrup. He probably spent a good minute just staring at <laughs> super dense maple syrup. Yeah, and when you like hold it upside down, it doesn't move. It doesn't mm. come off, really. It's very... It looks toxic, but it isn't. Um... <laughs> Apparently. He likes it. <laughs> yeah, it looks... It's like odds, because it's a bit odd. He likes yeah. it. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes, it is apparently non-toxic, as far as, yes, the mages in the room can determine. <laughs> so so we need to, like, get you ready. Yes. Uh, and... I don't know what to... He just... He knows... I know... I know some basics of mind magic, but he just... It's not even like that's how he's working. Maybe he just reads people well, I don't know, but it's like... I always knows more than I'm giving away. I'm worried that I'm not going to be able to wing it. Can we make the connection bad? Possibly, yeah. I don't know how, but there's certainly been places it's been clearer to talk to one another and communicate. Other uh, correspondence stuff going, maybe? I was going to say, who's who's got any uh, knowledge of the correspondence? Tiny. A small amount, but not enough to interfere without risk of being... No. The only thing I could interfere with is, like, the mental connection. Um, Maybe you could help. Not bad weather. I don't... Poor visibility. We're going to be in a sewer. <laughs> Sewers can have steam. Is it what kind of Actually, connection? Is, joking it, that... is it a mental one, or is it a vis... Is he... No, that wasn't a joke. Does he appear, like... In front of you? No, no, but I can hear him. Again, this is one like, of those... In the room. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear him. How I process it is that I can directly hear him, though, as if he's talking in front of me, but he's, like, there's nothing visual there. Sure. Like he's so if, sending his voice. Yeah, so that is a forces thing. So, yeah, I, joking aside about whether mm -hmm. forces stuff could interfere with it, yeah. Do you reckon he's seeing you? Or? I don't think so, no. I don't so think it's just an audio. It's, an audio. it's just audio. I may be able to help. We're still going to have to hide out of view of the room. Just in case. Yes. Just in case. Yeah. But it's like, well, you'll see when we get down there, it's a, <coughs> it's a bit of the old um, uh, Bagalitzers, the old Victorian ones. Uh, but it's like a dry section, but there's lots of little branch-offs from it. So 
Roger would really like to open a can now, so we're going to have a short, pour. Short, sharp noise. You know, a memento. Marvellous. Um, secondary bit, actually, is probably... The noisy bit. Anyway, um... Yeah. So, yeah, I wouldn't, like, get in line of sight in case you can. Mm -hmm. sure. But there's lots of little side passages. So that shouldn't be too difficult. Yeah. Okay. Do we have to be next to the circle to make it <clears throat> I have to be in the circle to hear him. Right, okay. And for him to hear me. Right. How long did it take, take you to make that? A while, because I wanted to get it just right. Like ten hours? No. Five hours? Hour and a half. Hour and a half, okay. Just thinking in case, just as an option, moving the location that you're... I mean, he was really precise about... Well, he's an emetic, isn't he? So his mythology would be the same as yours. So you might look at the circle and be able to work out a way of making it not work quite as well. I... I can I have the designs again? Who's got the... They're probably in with his effects, unless okay. any of you guys took them. Well, I can them. have a look at them and see if there's any way that I think we could Put you in a bag tweak it slightly to make it crackly or something. Uh, bad yeah, exactly. Radio, you know. Yeah, that's what we want. You've got the, <laughs> you know. Um, can I do some sort of... Right. Cult? So, yeah, this will probably be a cult. So with intelligence and a cult, probably. Or perception and a cult, I'd possibly know. Thorough and know. analytical. Yeah. So either yeah. of those. I'm either four. of those, yep. Yeah. Um, because we haven't actually rolled any dice, and we probably should because it's nominally a role playing game. I did. Um, no, that's okay. Oh, that's a good point. You, you rolled, did. You rolled a dice to figure out whether you liked Marmite. No, he oh, also no, rolled. Also he also rolled from life. Magic. I did medicine and magic. You did. Difficulty. Yep. Difficulty six. It's not and because I have a specialty. How does that work again? Roll up. Tens can explode. Tens explode. Boom. Not let's roll again, or they just roll again. Two. Yeah. yeah. Was it? Six. Six. Two. This happens. Seven. This happens. Yeah. 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 Right, okay. Um, <laughs> it's a personalised variant on actually not that uncommon a hermetic symbol. Um, he's obviously changed some bits because all hermetics change bits for their, their own style. signature. Yeah. But also, some of it's just a little bit deliberately inverted for obvious reasons, yeah. probably. Yeah. Um, it's all written backwards. He's a bad boy. Well, they're upside down, effectively. Uh, mirror images, I suppose, actually. Um, yeah, so, um, yes, mirror image um, things of what you're actually looking at. Um, however, you know, it's a common hermetic thing. I mean... Could I scrape a thing and it's not quite as good? Yeah, or would yeah. that just... No, you could scrape a few bits to make it not quite as good rather than break it. You can see how you could break it was, as well. Yeah, that's what I was um, thinking. But, you yeah, know, you could certainly shape it. Whether he will react badly to what he will perceive as Garrett having done it badly or keeping it untidily, you, you don't know. There's been people down in the, sub, in, the, in the tunnels when the rays are going off. Yeah. You or could. rats. Or, rats. Or rats. Or there's some strange weirdo down there. I mean, some of it's been done in blood. So, you know... Yeah, Rats is certainly not impossible. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah, I think I could. I think I could interfere with it just enough to to like make it not work as well, but not break it. No, I could break it if you want me to break it as well. But I know we don't want to do. I think that. that will end badly. Yes, it's Garrett. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. But hopefully that'll make him hard to read you. So if you can't see you quite as well or hear you quite right. whatever he's doing. All right. Okay then. And how would forces be applied to assist? Distort the voice, add mm. some more echoes. Mm. Make it make him sound more um, like he's telling the truth. <laughs> make him harder to hear. Yeah. There's some evidence that lower pitch might do that. Muffling, he says. So scary. Okay, so. Really? Well, well, although if we distort it and muffle it, that might 
Yeah, let's see how the sigil altering like goes. announcing trains. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Garrett says, all right, well, let me find somebody to come and um, take the needle out. And then... I'll go, I'll go look for her. I'm just like that. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> find yeah, nurse, find those, the, the doctor, sort of and they'll come and, <laughs> and they'll come and pull it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, we are somewhere off reusable cannulas. Um, like forty years. Um, right. Yes. And it's three months. And two years. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Cool. Right. Okay. We're prepping. We're getting ready. Right, he goes nice and gets and he goes and gets dressed. You know. Um, yeah, and you even though it, I mean it's been a warm summer, but he's still feeling the cold. So he didn't have a decent coat on when you lost. Can we get on. that car that we had before? Didn't we have a driver? You could probably arrange for a yeah. car, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I think we should do that. Take us down there. Uh, I'll yeah. go I'll go and I'll go and make a phone call. And I'll call back to Whitehall to arrange for it. Yeah. For that, that can be done. While I'm gone, I'm going to play with my watch again. For no real reason. I just like, to when I'm on my goes. own, every now and then I turn the hands back, I do things, I wind it up, I turn it different mm. angles. You know, yeah. Right now it's not doing anything. Sure, sure. Um, as you're coming away from using the phone, one of the um, people that mans the sort of, I suppose it's almost sort of got its own mini little exchange, mm-hmm. says, um, excuse me, sir, are you with uh, Mr. Cohen? I am. I have a call from Mr. Cohen from Cranfield. Oh, well, I would run and fetch him, but you're probably better off doing that. Oh, but he's with, yeah. He's he's through that. I'll send someone right. Um, Someone comes back ahead of you, can see Jeremy limping down the corridor behind him, Adam. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, Mr. Cohen, there's a phone call for you from Cranfield. Really? Yeah. Hey, well, chap, sounds a bit urgent. Okay, that's worrying. (laughs) I shall head to the phone quickly. Right, um... The guy you know on the other end is um, Keeler Venture. He's a um, uh, he's a pilot. Okay. Who? Hugh Leventure. Okay. He's a pilot. Nice guy. You've met him a few times. Mm-hmm. That's a cool name. Hello. Oh, Abe, is that you? Yep, yeah, it's me. Just oh, right, it's you. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Um, so I came up to. Um, uh, remember we talked about that thing with the compass the other week. You were gonna have a look at it for me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I came up and um, I think Jacob's hurt himself with something. Um. <laughs> <laughs> He's all right. I've taken him to the infirmary. He's hurt his arm, I think, somehow. It looked like a burn, almost. Right. And there was this funny-looking um, toy gun on the floor. Yeah. But the lab guy said not to touch it, so we just kind of put a blanket over it and taken Jakob to the right. infirmary. But I thought I should ring you. And thanks for letting me know. So what's happened? Um, he tried to do something with it, he said, but he right. was yelling a lot and swearing a lot, and he wasn't doing much of it in English. Is he um, seriously hurt? Or? No, 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 no. He's burnt his arm. It's quite nasty. But, you know, not like 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 in-service burns type stuff. Uh-huh. Not like you see some of those lads come in. It'll be all right, I and There wasn't anything smoking or there wasn't any no. weird smells in there? Or? Um, yeah, funny smell. A little bit. It's like Yana CD. You know, like Perno or something like that. My yeah. daddy's drink. It can't stand stuff. Okay. And as I said, this toy gun was on the floor but I I just covered it over because I 
But yeah, he's all right. He's just yelling a lot. It'll be fine. Right. You know what the doctor says. The ones that are yelling are the ones you want to worry about. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. a character point here. Is Abe actually writing this down <laughs> as you're writing it down? Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> no, just making sure. That, yeah, like, going, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. Nice. Brilliant. I love it. Yeah. Um, so should I just leave it? Probably not, no. There's somebody, something, a noise that sounds like someone, for instance, poking the edge of a blanket with their foot. <laughs> That's yes. a pretty subtle noise. Are you, in, are you in the lab now? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, we've taken the blanket off. Okay. Is there any, like, substance coming out of it? Is there anything eating no. away anywhere? Or? No, 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 it looks all right. Um, it's a little light on on the top. Right. Kind of white. And nowhere near where he was working, all the benches, you can't see anything sort of eaten away, mm. like, has been acid or... Uh, Anything else corrosive? No, can't see anything. So it's a slightly aniseedy smell and a little bit of burning hair, but, you know, Jacob's not, you know, he's a little bit on the hair suit he's, side. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. I'm getting a great mental picture of this guy. <laughs> he was supposed to be a problem, <laughs> yeah. effectively. Yeah. Um, right. Okay, well, there should be... There's like a triggery type bit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to touch that. Yeah, yeah. There should be um. If you look around, there should be like a, a thick metal box. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that's screwed to the floor. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Put it in that, and then like close and, and lock the lid properly. Do I pick it up with my hand? Use a cloth and grip it the handle. You or the right. blanket. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you threw over. It. Okay. I'm standing in the doorway listening to Abe <laughs> on the other end of the phone. Okay, right. There's a clunk and I then a click. It's not like super hot or anything. No, 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 no. It's, it's... Otherwise it would have been no, no, no. Yeah, no, no. Oh, okay, it's in the box. <clears throat> okay. Blank. You close it, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it should be safe. Um, yeah, make sure Jacob goes and deals with it and or gives me a call as soon as he can, yeah? All right, I'll go to the infirmary and see how they're getting on. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks for letting me know. Okay. Everything okay? Bye. Yeah, the gun was doing something, and Jakob hurt himself with the gun, the ray gun thing that oh, you know, the Flash on Gordon your style thing, on yeah. your desk on the yeah, on the bench doing nothing, and just woke up this morning. But we were in a hurry to go this morning, so I didn't have time to look at it. And Jakob said that, wow, he he can be turned the rest of the times. Um, it woke up. Well, it just started but, doing it. It was powering up from somewhere, and it started do, doing things. It reacted in any fashion. It appeared to have energy running through it, but. Uh, I didn't have time to look at it, so I couldn't really say more than that, other than it had power in it. Um, I told told Jacob to look at it, and he did so in his unique way. (laughs) I'm just going to be like... And he's burnt himself. (laughs) Okay, fine, let's get Gary. We're concerned that there doesn't seem to be any way of him burning himself, but, yeah. I suspect that it's an extra-dimensional gun because it looks like it's a void engineer item, so it's probably for shooting things on the other side of what you'd call the gauntlet in the Umbra. Um, oh, the and, uh, the kind of misty, cloudy place. Yeah. Um, um, so what he can do, I think he has the ability to form a, a hole to there or at least put portions of himself through, so I suspect he probably shot himself in the arm through it by trying to do something along those sort of lines. That oh, sounds... Jakob can put portions of himself through to the umbra. Yeah, yeah, he's not quite good enough to go through. I don't think whole himself, but he, you can kind of touch like, bits. Put your hand through and like... Yeah, 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 and touch stuff and things and look through. You what two hear you, this conversation carrying back Sorry? down the corridor Isn't there like... You? What if something... Isn't there stuff in there? 
Like, yeah, loads of wanna... things and being lots of things. Yeah, Looking through wanna... Probing Answer is normally a suggested course. <laughs> I looked at Ollie and shrug. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'd normally recommend... If Ollie could shrug back. I'd normally look through that kind of... Yeah, he does just puts his head on one side and sort of lulls his tongue out a little bit. But it might... So it may not... He may... Anyway, I don't... I'll leave that to you guys. I'm going to walk back <laughs> yeah. into the room with I'm just going to be like... Right. <laughs> um, can you walk? I think so, yeah. Not like far or fast, but I need to walk to get down the tunnels because I need to show you where... Yeah, there's not another way of getting down there. You do it slowly, be all right. Um, I will okay. offer him a hand up. Right, you offer him a hand up. Um, his shoes are found. Um, uh, whatever. Remember, I said the clothes he was in were pretty tatty and rubbish. Um, yeah. they have been done away with, and some sort of clean fatigue type stuff has been found. Um, that he's put on. I say yes. You two come back, and he is Ron is helping Garrett to stand. Right. <coughs> Standing turns out to be one of those things. If you don't do it for a few hours, when you've been doing it for months, you've yeah. almost lost I'll, it. I'll give him a shoulder yeah. to. <laughs> yeah, he leans spawn. on you quite heavily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's, let's be off then. The car yep. car won't be long. Might All right. probably take longer to get to the front door. Yeah. I'll yeah. start helping Garrett yes. towards the car. For once, you are not slowing down the party. <laughs> yeah. It was the guy who's been <laughs> shot in the leg more recently. It's like. Dan has pneumonia. Don't I'm worry, I can fix that if you want. <laughs> Okay, out of character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right, the car meets you at the front of St Peterson St Paul's and takes you to Aldwych. Yep. Yep. So Aldwych is um, near the Strand, um, and it was built not that long before the war, ironically, as an extra station that it turned out the world decided it didn't really need. However, it was built nice and deep because the plan was for it to connect up with the Piccadilly, which is one of the deeper lines. Um, so, uh, during the bits at the beginning of the war, which I say you guys are towards the end, so you're some, some distance removed from, um, it, uh, was immediately singled out, yes, as a really <laughs> good place to keep people that was nice and far below ground. Um, and what was initially a sort of slightly informal arrangement of people just kind of letting themselves in, in the intervening years has been formalised, there's now proper kitchens down there, latrines have been set up, um, there's... Almost radio ritual circles. Apparently so. <laughs> There's miles of um, almost of, of metal bunk beds been sort of shipped down there, mm. and a significant amount of the population um, of that sort of central stretch of London can be found down there overnight. Um, obviously, in our modern world, we are used to the areas surrounding the Strand as being quite nice. Um, in the forties, not really quite as. Um, uh, 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 pleasant and affluent and also pretty heavily hit in the initial t- attacks on london um so there are plenty of people that don't have access to shelters in their homes um or wherever else they're happening to be living or working um obviously this is not the type of time of day where people normally feel the need to go down there um i mean unlike the original blitz the doodlebug hits do sometimes happen in the daytime but realistically um most of them tend to be aimed to hit london at night because then the various barrage defences will be less effective because they won't be able to see them coming. Um, so there's still people coming up from last night, probably, um, uh, and people basically going down to help clear up from the night before. So there's the familiar site of air raid wardens who, even though there's not a raid on at the moment, are still helping direct and organise, and there's tons of people going down there taking down 
Um, I mean, there's water supply down there, but taking down tea and food and all sorts of other things, extra bedding, extra blankets, taking down extra supplies for the trains. There's a little um, little sort of field hospital almost has been set up down there as well. So there are people taking down supplies for that. And basically, they've cleared out the last of the stragglers from last night and are getting ready for another night again. As we've said... Um, where most of your characters were sleeping last night it didn't affect you but for this period in the summer of 44 there will be a lot of raids in very quick succession um, and they're expecting to have to use it again tonight as far as you can tell okay. um, there are a couple of senior air raid boards and seem to be directing people down into the old uh, station platform when you get there so. but you you guys have convenient cards that Harry gave you Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, so we'll make our way to wave at people for them to yeah. stay Oh, outside. certainly, sir. Yes, do you need any help? Good morning. No, no, we're fine, thank you very much. Uh, we'll just be heading down. Yeah. Carry on, sir. So, I say it's an, it's an older guy, it's the main um, sort of air raid warden. Looks in his sort of early 60s at this point, but very much snaps to military yeah. attention when he's shown you lots of papers and things. Keep up the good work. Uh, thank without you, sir. people like yourself, uh, the whole. War effort in London would be on its knees. He sort of draws himself, but thank you, sir. Right, um, and you can start to make your way down. Obviously, um, certainly for this period for Aldwych and that anyone's got so the power to work. Um, not as busy as it would be if you come in the evening, obviously. Um, no, but there are people going up and down, basically because so there's... Deserted, it's not deserted. Yeah, it's not deserted. Yeah, no. I really don't like crowds. No, it's not that busy, definitely okay. not. Um, there are... People are mostly using the steps because the elevators are costly to run. Um, so they're mostly using the sort of staircases down. It's certainly not that full, no. But there's people... There's, there's women going down there with mops and buckets and stuff, basically, to be cleaning <coughs> things. Um, but everyone will kind of keep a sort of slightly respectful distance from you guys because... In any small group, they've got ministry papers. It's going to sort of spread like Chinese whispers, isn't it? So people are giving you a fairly wide berth. They're waiting. They're waiting on the sort of landings for you to carry on before they go down she's after. She's a very random uniform. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think at this point they're choosing to just oh yes, it's too confusing. We're just going to assume it's ministry and ignore it. I don't think you guys are in uniform, but he's the Andrews in fatigue, so. Mounty gear, it's the only stuff I've got besides my combat fatigue. Yes, basically. <laughs> so they're just they're just letting you go. Right, so you've acquired other stuff. You um, still no. Not really. <laughs> still quite red jacket and what I've yeah. not been in England very long. And no one's really <laughs> giving him any sippies or anything they didn't need the to. The regiment arrived not a whole long time before D Day. Mm-hmm. No. So yeah, yeah and D Day's yeah. only just happened. You've been here yeah, like six weeks. <laughs> yeah. Something like that. Right. So um as you get down towards the bottom, again, this, there's like makeshift signs been put out this way to the kitchens, this way to the hospital, this way to the trains, this way to bunks 1 through 70, and this way to bunks 70 through 142, and all this mm. kind of stuff. Um, and Andrew says, where we want to go is, okay, so, um, there's, if you like, almost the newest section that's been marked out for bunks is where he starts heading towards. Okay. Um, so you go past a pla- I presume he's leading us in the direction that lines up with where we've yeah. been told it is. Yeah, yeah. Because Nick basically gave you the coordinates as well, yeah. effectively, didn't he? So, um, you go down along. So, what would have been the tra- the train line platforms? And actually, you realise, except for a very thin layer of planking, still is the Piccadilly line platforms. The first time you hear the train go through, mm-hmm. um, is where most of the sort of uh, oldest established bunks are. So, you walk along through them, uh, and then down what would have been some sort of surface corridor or something, um, which seems like the newer bit. But it looks like they're still expanding. There's people down here setting up new ones. On the way through, did we see anyone that looked like mechanically minded? Um, well, there's guys putting together like giant flat pack, if you like, metal bunk stands and all that kind of stuff that look like workmen. Yeah. Can I ask one of them? Um, 
Do you know anyone that might have tools to like open grates and stuff that want like the, to get to other areas of the station? Um, we got keys to most bits, but no, yeah, yeah, we've got torches and stuff, and yeah, like some crowbars and things, mate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, we've got some. Okay, one or two of you come with us then. Uh, yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, I believe there's a great room to get to show them. Yeah, yeah, Minister Rabies, yeah. Um, yeah, a couple of them come with you with sort of tool bag type mm-hmm. things they would have had at that point rather than boxes. <laughs> right, um, so you go, you go down the service tunnel past where they're building the new bunks um, and then Andrew, after a little way, there's like a small door section um, which... Um, he goes towards one of the guys starts fumbling his pocket one of the workmen you've disturbed mm-hmm. starts fumbling his pocket for a key or whatever um, and Andrew sort of takes one out of his pocket of this coat thing that he had and they're like um, and he um, pops down through here and basically yeah you've got a side tunnel um, it's I say it's almost a little bit odd coming through to this because say this is technically a sewer system it's a dry section but it's a sewer system but this ceiling height here is massive these are the big red brick sewers that the victorians Mm. built to sort of crisscross central london this thing's probably got 15 20 foot of ceiling height it's Mm. massive um and um yeah particularly coming from the sort of slightly sort of claustrophobic mid 20 uh, mid 20th century tube tunnels into this is sort of a bit like and it's cool down here as well, whereas London's been a bit sweaty, lately, to be perfectly honest with you. It's cool down here as well. It smells a bit funny because it is still connected to the active sewer network in other, down other tunnels, but it's not actually that bad in the great scheme of things. Okay. Compared with random basements in Limehouse that you've been hanging out recently and things like that, it's <laughs> yeah, relatively yeah, all right. Yeah. <laughs> rotting cyborg in them. Yeah, it's been mm. pretty all right, actually. All right. Um, Ooh, it's just, so it's, right, okay, so it should be... Oh, there. There is basically a six foot by six foot square of steel on the floor. Uh, and it's probably inch thick. Whoa, okay, yeah, that's pretty weighty. <laughs> that's going to take yeah. some shit. That's going to take, I think, all of us to move. Uh, that's why I brought the walkman. Uh, yeah. And <laughs> <With> the crowbars. <laughs> right, yes. Well, yeah. you crowbars to shift this get your fingers under it without question, <laughs> and then several people to. Right. Being fairly sort of um, uh, sensibly-minded workmen, they sort of stare at it for a few minutes and have a bit of a scratch of heads and stare a bit. Um, yeah, possibly. Um, and then, Cigarette, an hour lunch break. Three weeks later, we might consider moving it. Um, and then come up with a system that they actually use some rollers to bring down some other things here. So they've got some steel rollers that they think will take it. Um, so they will, between a couple of them, shift it up and put one in and then sort of yeah, yeah. try and roll it effectively. Yeah. They're not going to be able to do the full like log pile caterpillar thing, but they can hopefully yeah get it up onto one and then you can start to... Yeah. Even if it then falls off the other side, it'll be off. Yeah. I'm going to stand at the side with Garrett and support him. <laughs> Are we wanting to do this to go back afterwards? Or? I think so. Well, if conversation goes that badly, so we won't, Garrett says yeah. we won't need it. But, but let's yeah. hope it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. So, can they move it off and then leave without? I'll say quietly to the side while they're cranking stuff. Mm-hmm. Can they move it off and leave without looking? No. I think it's unlikely because I've got to put the rollers under it. Cause it's scary. That's all right. Wartime papers get sure. you a lot. He sure, says. sure, sure, sure. Um, do we reckon we could move it without them? I, like, I mean, could you use forces to like bolster strength or something? 
You could use forces to just help Levitate it move. <laughs> I mean, once they've got a roller under yeah, the edge, yeah. once they've got the rollers under the edge, it'll be a good sight easier, yeah. I mean, I could just melt the thing, but... Um, <laughs> no, I'm just wondering if I could do it without their help. You could, you could but like, it would be really vulgar. Yeah. Oh, you could, it would just yeah. be really vulgar. Or you could let them put the first, which means it'd basically be harder and more inclined to hurt you if it goes wrong. Or you could let them put the first couple of rollers under and tell them to leave. And then you could still so use forces really to do it. it yeah, But it'll be easier at that point because it'll at least have a sort of pivot to it. All right, okay. Cool. Uh, and you two are quite strong anyway, so you can Why help not? as well. Oh, no, you're not. All right, you're quite well, strong anyway and you can help. Strong. Yeah, I can help. Very, very nimble and very tough, but, but not, not that strong. Right, so you can get them to put like the first of these first couple of these big roller of these sort of steel rollers they've got under it, mm-hmm. and then tell them to go, and they will go if they're told. Mm-hmm. We, we'll wait just beyond the door, though. Yell us if you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. thank you. Sure, sure. Thanks. Thanks for your help. They seem to be disbelieving your ability to move said steel, but they do go back behind the door. Mm-hmm. He's a sturdy chap. Better be a sight more than bloody sturdy. Right, they go back behind the door. Also, getting them out of the way is better if you wish to do magic that's a yeah. bit less coincidental, because then they're gone. They can all look the other way. Yes. Yeah, I no, want, the rest of you I, are fine. I, I don't want to do anything in front of them. Yeah, yeah. no. Yes. Right, so he's got it on. Either you could try mundanely to just give it a really big shove and hope that you're all right with it, and get some of these guys to help you steady it, but you'll be the one doing the bulk of the lifting. <laughs> or you could try and use magic. It, well, various. Or combination. Try and use... Yes, or a combination of the two. before... Before anyone does anything, is it possible that it's warded so that so there's an alarm that goes if magic's used in the area? Garrett's don't think so, but I don't well, know. You would so. have had to have done that, wouldn't you? Yeah. And I did, certainly I, can't do that. With my role, I didn't see anything no. in the circle that yeah, was like... No. <coughs> okay. he'll, he'll know if the circle is destroyed. Sure. But you don't think he'll see... Okay. Feel anything? It's if you try to do magic so on, paranoid. yeah. If you try to do it on the circle itself, yes. you'd probably feel it. Okay, sure. But in its vicinity, it's probably all right. Okay. So yeah, like I use forces to make myself lighter when running across yeah, the yeah, rooftops. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can do can. similar principle, but to the steel. Yeah. So I say for forces, say you're all about sort of balancing natural forces and things, aren't you? And you've got, you know, you kind of got a pivot point here and things. You can kind of, yeah. Yeah. Right, so roll your dice. That's forces two, so that would be difficulty five. So roll your arate, which is well, the three dice. What does it mean if I use my thing that makes it easier? If you use willpower, you'll get an automatic success oh, no, on the I've roll. Like, you know how you've got something well, you associate your focus. Oh, yep, yeah, okay, so that will take it down to four to use that. No. No, okay. This is unfortunately <coughs> the way of magic in mage. No. We just try and balance it and find the natural sort of flow points in it, and it doesn't move. Can, can I? I think you've got that at the wrong angle, and I think there's an optimal angle that you can use to do that. I've got forces too. Well. Yep, you can give it a go. <laughs> Three successes. Right. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, it basically it rolls along for a bit and then goes clatter, clatter, clatter off to one side. But it moves off of the circle. Let's, let's, let's not get it falling off the roll as if we can manage. Yeah, yeah no, I think the idea was just to literally to make it lighter. Okay, than that's it yeah, all right, that's fine then. No, you can you can no, shift it. It doesn't clatter. It just sort yeah. of shifts uneasily. To I'm one more side. used to yeah. natural right. materials. I'll probably help. I'll help move it, but I'm not contributing yes, as much as you might expect. Yes, <laughs> um, so the um. <laughs> 
He's revealed. Sure, sure. Revealed underneath, somebody, presumably Garrett, has meticulously brushed and cleaned a section of this red brick floor that actually is beautifully laid and flat and a pretty good surface for writing weird stuff on. Um, and then scratched on it, it looks well, like it's been. That's what Victorians had in mind. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it looks like he's drawn the circle in paint originally, and then he's gone round and sort of laid blood. But realistically, after a couple of days, you look can't really see the blood at this point, particularly by the time plate steel's been dropped on it and rolled off again. Mm. Um, so it basically looks like a paint circle on the floor at this point with a slightly suspicious brown tinge in places. I'm going to walk over and with my cane... Yeah. I'm going to go... Start to scratch the bits. For the rest of you, this is full-on sort of hermetic. It's massive. It's got it's like also, three my circles. My cane is also my correspondence focus, yeah, exactly. just as an yeah. aside. It's, just, it's got... Like a massive, it's like three circles inside each other. There's various symbols in those weird ass languages that hermetics are given to writing in. You two have barely come across them. You've probably come across them and dismissed them as nonsense. Um, there's, um, yeah, all sorts of weird hermetic numbers. There's, there's sort of zigzaggy bits in places and there's little circles in other places. When I scratch one of them, I laugh at it because he's done the. He's inverted, yeah. Um, yes, he's. God knows, it looks like gibberish, gibberish, or some, some form of yeah, or some form of devil worship, or a bit of both potentially. <laughs> Why not? Oh no, hang on, that's what we're trying not to do. Yes, demon <laughs> worship is bad. Yes, there's my dog no, around at all to the... Your dog does not like it. All right, it does not want to go near the circle. I'm fine with that. It's sitting back by the door, looking a bit stroppy actually. When I'm done. I'm then going to find a hidey hole. <laughs> yeah. Garrett says, so there's two or three smaller tunnels coming up of here. I could probably call him any time now, actually. Okay. Okay. Let's okay. go. Okay. Right. I'm yep. going to hide somewhere near-ish. Okay. And so the hope is just to try and get out of him when we're moving and tell him well, I've not got Tony to, yet. Mostly to just touch, touch in and make sure. What did you tell him last time? Did you tell him you had Tony? No. No. Okay. I told him I was hoping to. Yeah. I'll tell him there was a raid, which, to be fair, there was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just tell him the raid interfered and you're still... And the kid's trying. been taken somewhere. Okay. I am, however, right. on some in my hidey hole, going to draw my gun. Right. <laughs> just that's in case he tight. decides to do something I don't want him to. Well, that's a good point, actually, yeah. <laughs> I'll set up some instrumentation so I can read any magic that's going. Right. Okay. So, you retire to various hidey holes. Ron's taken yeah. the nearest hidey hole. Um, there's little sort of sconces almost if you like in this sort of thing probably all about fluid engineering um, so um, find somewhere to be out of sight yes. wait um, I'm not going to make you roll because really you've got like 40 minutes to try to find yeah. places that are out of sight of a single fixed circle so I don't think this really requires a stealth <laughs> roll um, right and after a while Garrett steps into the circle um, he sort of seems to he seems to be very precisely putting his feet so they're between the right set of symbols and not on any they're other on ones foot, and... footprint <laughs> shapes not quite no <laughs> yeah he, yeah. the other guy doesn't think he's quite that much of an idiot yeah, yeah. Um, it probably but like his toes are on particular rooms yes, and his heels have to be yeah there. and they're, they're both inside yeah. of that type of symbol yeah. but not touching oh, yeah, the other one exactly. hand on green and he has another one on the... <laughs> it's not it's not sort of satanic <laughs> twister <laughs> that would be awesome hmm? if you had to be like can I I'm ready <laughs> I can't hear can you can I prepare the area to slightly muffle sound yes you can as well so roll your forces for that again that would be <laughs> I can't hear you yes no. that is the correct answer you're just you don't like being down here in a weird red 
brick lined chamber in the earth. It's just weird. You don't like it. I really, I clearly don't. <laughs> the dog comes into your hidey hole. Gonna open my mind awareness. And so you've, right, you've got stuff going. I don't know if other people have sensory effects up. You really don't have to roll. You've got 40 minutes. Sure. You can just sit here till sensory effects go up. Um, um... <coughs> it can't hurt if you want to, but it depends on your character's life. All of them. <laughs> right. All of the magical or, sensors. Well, you can. You've I... nearly got all of the magical <laughs> sensors. We haven't had any experience for a little while. I possibly should have some more. <laughs> Another one. Right. With all of the spheres, and you get a headache. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. The guy with nine spheres is going to All on at once. <laughs> Something definitely happened. Uh, I don't know what it was. It was too much, all of everything to really piece together. Yes. I'm just going to go and lie in the corner for a minute and. And sort of shake. Yeah. Um, right. So, this yeah. is, yes, what happened. So, um, he steps into the thing, and he does not begin chanting any weird Eldritch languages or anything of that sort, mostly because he's not a hermetic and doesn't know any weird Eldritch languages. Um, he just stands there, and you can see that he's focusing and he's trying to activate some form of magic. And um, if anything, he's digging his nails into the palm of his hands as he does it. You don't know if that's required or just habit. Right, and then you guys can hear this voice. So he said he wasn't certain if it was actually audible or in his head. But you can very clearly hear. And this is quite a quite upper-class British sort of accent. And um, says, villain. Yeah, report... <laughs> Um, Master, I wasn't able to get hold of the boy today. There was a there was a raid last night on his street, and they've been moved to um they they've, they've been moved to one of the backup housing points. I'm I'm going to go there again now. Fine, nothing fine. Well, you know, it's not like you don't know the price of failure. I don't need to restate that. Um, uh, how's the creature holding up? Not good, Master. I was struggling to get him to move again this morning. I don't think he's very well. Oh, well, never mind. More of a curiosity than anything else, I suppose. Um, all right, so your sister's here. You'll be pleased to know. She seems pretty good. So let's just keep her that way, shall we? So anything else to report? Can I sense his mind at all in the space we're in? Or through the correspondence. You Just have correspondence, don't you? There is only one. and mind. And you've got them up. Yeah, no, the mind is still remote, but you can sense the connection it's coming in on, yes. Okay. So he hasn't moved his consciousness. It's probably just for the best, because if you can do that, then you want to hide under something. Any idea of how far away now? I know it's probably a stretch, but... That's getting to the possibly the point where you're risking oh, yeah. getting. Yeah, yes. I won't. I won't go down. It's hundred. It's hundreds of miles rather yeah, than tens of miles. Yeah. Oh, right. Um. Right. So, um. <laughs> yes, I. Uh, oh, I've. I, I have identified <laughs> the. Um. I've identified the ecstatic you told me about with the artifact as well. I think I know where he's keeping that. I'll try and get that tonight. The the cine reels. And he says, "Well, yes, good. I mean, it's not." essential to the plan but it certainly wouldn't hurt to have two goes at it would it now um so anything else oh um um uh yeah um, i think i'm gonna have to recite the circle after tonight and you hear this guy's voice. well actually to be frank I'm, I'm struggling to hear you i'm not surprised you didn't do this very well I did the best I could, Master, but um, there's been rats and things down here in the in the night, um, and they've 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 messed up the circle. I'll I'll draw another one somewhere else. I don't want to uh, attract too much attention to it. 
And he said, no, that's... Mm, well, yes, all right then. That's where you'll do it. So I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, will I need to set up another one when you move as well? Or will it still... And he is very exasperated. We have been through this. My location does not matter. Neither does your location matter. And we both draw the circles. They are in the same location. Do these Thanatos not teach you anything these days? I mean, for fuck's sake. Why am I left with these simpletons? Um, right. No. Just draw the circle properly this time. Is that clear? Properly. I don't care what blood you use, but get it from somewhere and do it properly. Then you'll be able to hear. We're not going anywhere till, oh, probably the probably Monday or Tuesday next week. But it won't matter. It will be fine. Just draw the fucking circle. Yes, master. He's sort of, it's vaguely glancing towards some of your sort of hidey holes. I'm, I'm, I'm fully out of sight, so... <laughs> yes, Master. I will go and find a new place for the sir. Oh, just do it. I don't care. Right. Um, and you get the sense of the connection turning off at the other end. I'm bored now. <sighs> that all right? Yes. I holster the gun. Yes. No. That's saying Monday. Yeah. So the magic's gone off. Yes, the magic has Good. gone off. <laughs> and so there was a correspondence. I said that so, movie or glass. <laughs> so there is a correspondence. Um, mind forces effect was in use, um, of which the um, uh, correspondence, correspondence mind and forces were all to some extent disrupted okay. as well by you, sure. though. Um, gotcha. So uh, yes, correspondence, mind and forces um, mm -hmm. as its main sort of focus. Um, it was um, a. Uh, you do get a bit of prime signature, but that just might be how they're powering it up it and making it quite so good over such a long distance. That could just be quintessence rather than it actually yeah. needing a prime component. Yeah. Your best guess is that the effect at the other end is anchored to a node. Yeah. So anyone with the appropriate spheres, so yes, forces, mind or correspondence would have picked mm -hmm. up the effect. And anyone with the appropriate prime would have picked up that it's being powered by a node at the other end. Could I send them more by the node, or would it be? I don't have correspondence or anything. But you do have prime, don't you? Yes, lots of prime. Lots of prime. Um, um, okay, actually, no, you do have lots of prime, and you had time to set up your instrumentations. Mm -hmm. Quite a large node, but it's being run to it. it, it yeah, it's being over run over its capacity, and will probably go dormant for a while in the not too distant future. Mm. Can we tell Maybe the direction the magic was flowing to and from? Have you got correspondence? No. So you can't, but somebody with correspondence probably can. I have correspondence. Okay, try. you can so, try. So do I. Yep, people with correspondence can try and work out roughly. I get a ten. Well done. Uh, Still one success. It's sensory, so it's four. Yeah. It's a success. Right. Um. Definitely in a general southeasterly direction. Um, you would actually put them on the edges of the southern border of Denmark, probably. Jutland. So, yeah. So, southeast of London would kind of be wrong direction. Do you mean it's north, east, 
East southeast. East southeast, isn't it, for Jutland? Or am I going bonkers? Yeah, no, that's kind of I mean Jutland. <laughs> I don't it's have a map. And I have there. a terrible sense of direction. Okay, it's pointing at Jutland. There we go. <laughs> right. Yes. The, 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 the very southern tip of Denmark. But mm. I mean Denmark's been overrun by the Reich at this point pretty mm. much anyway, so Oh yeah, um, it's completely occupied. Yeah, it's completely occupied. So I will say um, Denmark. Yeah. Yeah, sounds about right. Can I get any of the resonance of the node? The resonance of the node. Um, it feels um, very earthy and autumnal and slightly fermenty. Mm-hmm. Might help us identify where they are. Mm-hmm. There aren't going to be that many nodes of that size. Exactly. Hmm. Yeah, the order will have records. Cool. I have a library. You do. There will be records of big nodes in that area. That, again, there can't be that many. Yeah. And this is a moderately large one, but yeah, it's being run, overrun by its capacity. But mm-hmm. and for those not familiar with nodes, nodes have like a certain amount of quintessence they naturally produce. If you've got primes made, you can start to try and draw more and more out of them. But if you draw more out than they naturally give out, that will work for a bit, but then they'll effectively dry up for maybe days, maybe weeks, maybe months. Okay. Maybe until they, Or maybe forever. Uh-huh. You can literally reckon node. Um, yeah, and then it will take a while for anything to come back out of it again. So someone who may be on their way somewhere else... Doesn't give a damn, though. No. Exactly. And he's a evil... Yeah, exactly. Whereas if you're the Chantry of whom, and this node is everything that your Chantry is based on the success of, you you're look after it carefully. very carefully, and you yes. have a rotor for who's allowed what and when they're allowed Absolutely. it, and you make sure it's looked after. Um, or if, for instance, you're in a massive hurry and there's a bunch of werewolves after you, take everything you possibly can and then run. Um... Which is also a terrible plan, because then the werewolves hate you even more. Yeah, but that's not always what you're thinking. No, no, that's (laughs) not always top of your priority list at the time. Um, So we have a time frame. We do. Actually, it's Thursday, I think, isn't it? It might have been Friday, yes. So early next week. You've got a few days till they move. Unless he's going to blip with correspondence, it's going to take him a few days to travel to to Norway as well. But he's... A correspondence master, it's not impossible. I was going to say, he seems to have these circles and things everywhere. I suspect oh, if he's in Denmark and can yeah. get a plane, he can get there on the swift. Four yeah. or five hours, yeah, probably. Yeah. Even the fjords are a tricky thing, but yeah, even so. Mm. Particularly if there is actually an established sleeper Reich presence at the site yeah. as well, they'll probably yeah. have an airfield set up. Mm-hmm. I'd rather get there before, before he does. Him. Absolutely. Without a doubt. So, are we going to move the circle then, or...? I don't think we should. I think what we should do is Mr. Garrett here should remain and keep reporting in whilst we head. I think Garrett said I did tell him I'd do another one. We could move it. It probably makes sense for you to find somewhere a little more easy for you to get to Mm. now that you're hurt. In your state as you... Well, all right then. Let's let's break this one down. And then. next, and not next to a bunch of civilians. So if anything violent did come, through, that is another a point more as well. Because if, it... if I make, I mean, I obviously shouldn't make it in the middle of a hospital or whatever. That'd be a terrible plan. Mm-hmm. But if we make it somewhere defensible, that's a good point. If he decides to come through at night, there's you in know, case people can come through, thousands of sleeping through. people through that door. Yes, let's not leave it here. Let's break this one. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, now we can ask Carrie if he's got any good locations for it, but. I would have thought somewhere underground would be good in case any explosives come through. Garrett says he's only, he's only expecting not... me to check in once a day at the soonest. Mm. It, it quite often goes two days. Must be a bunker somewhere. 
that's not currently being used as a shelter. Mm. <laughs> There'll be something. Good. That's a good idea. But we need to com- keep that communication so it keeps him wherever he is, mm. potentially for longer. Wow. Well, just, just. Or until Monday or Tuesday. Just keep him going because. Yeah. Absolutely. And then we can head. Garrett says, possible. "While we, while I keep checking in, but reporting general lack of success, he will probably just continue to ignore me and do what we hope he's doing anyway, i.e., the plan we already know." Mm. Yes. If I check in with anything surprising, he might change his plan. Mm-hmm. But we definitely want to get there before him. Yes. So that means we need to get moving. Yes. So do we stop by uh, Rachel? Uh, yeah. yeah, I think so. Well, Harry seemed to imply when you spoke to him that it was going to take him the rest of today to make arrangements anyway. So Yeah, yeah. it's not like so- we can get... We, we can't just uh, start walking. <laughs> sure. No. So, yeah. So... Um, in which case, as it is heading for end time, I think, mm-hmm. should we say that you take Garrett back to the hospital mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah. in time for his two o'clock penicillin? Yeah. Um, after scrubbing out the circle. After scrubbing out the circle with yeah. some bitumen, probably borrowed from the worker guys, because that's mm-hmm. pretty definitely going to destroy anything that was down there. Um, and but not using magic. But not using magic. And then you, yes, drop Garrett back at the hospital and make your way um, to St. Paul's, which in the highly unlikely event people have watched this and not heard of it, is a massive, massive cathedral in the centre of London. It was built after London, the city of London was rebuilt following the Great Fire of London in the 17th century. It's a massive, massive cathedral with this enormous central dome, which is something you see very much in British architecture otherwise. Um, and it is absolutely covered in various things like the site is protected with barrage balloons and and, and the, it, it's a site that can be reached from various gun emplacements around the city. Churchill has absolutely said that at all costs we must save St mm. Paul's. It's, like symbol. it's the symbol of London's yeah. resistance during this period and you guys are heading there to meet hopefully a very nice chorister lady. Cool. Marvellous. We shall end it there for the evening then. Cool. Great. Excellent. Well, thank you everybody for joining us for episode six of <laughs> Masters and Monsters, Major Ascension game here on Goldblad Games. Uh, please don't forget to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please go and check out our Patreon. Um, to all our podcast listeners, because this will be up on the podcast as well. We're Hello. making rude signs and you can't see us. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, but only at Colin. <laughs> Uh, check that out as well check out uh, Flint and Steel coming back for season 2 in a week Um, and check out our Zweihander show I'm saying that right now Uh, uh, that as well for the Kickstarter you're saying it in the wrong way but the right wrong way anyway (laughs) (laughs) thank you very much for watching Uh, we'll see you in two weeks for more Masters and Monsters until then Mm -hmm. don't forget to comment like and subscribe thank you and wave